The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, of Horrible Gamers podcast show number 406. We record on October 19th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez. We're going to today. I'm joined by my friend from Little Ohio. The mayor, Steve Williams, back. Welcome back, Steve. Welcome. Hey, Jesus. How's it going? <laughs> it's hard to get the excitement when we already it did is. this whole thing once, you know? Like, it's like, oh, we did this whole thing already once. I know. Yeah, normally, I again. <laughs> normally, I blame this at Gunny. But since Gunny's not here, I guess somebody's yeah. got to be the fault guy over here. So <laughs> I, I still blame Gunny for not being here. It's it, his it fault. Is, it is his fault because... It is. He he fucked it up. I know he's over there. He he just somehow he sabotaged us. I know he did it. It was all him. He did like some and remote he, PC access stuff and changed changing my uh, yeah, recording settings. Yeah. He's over there fucking with your PC while you're recording. <laughs> I knew I knew I should have given him permission to log in to see some of my stuff. Yeah, you know you shouldn't have. Now you're fucked. His son, he got his son to hack into your shit. Because you know Kenny won't know how to figure that out, but his son might be able to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's October the 19th, 2022. Beautiful October day here in Oregon and over there in Ohio and California. Where Gunny is, the weather is pretty nice too, I think. I'm going to assume. Yeah, he. I was actually on the phone with him just the other day when I was heading to work and he was kind of talking about the weather and he did some... Uh... I think he put some epoxy down in the new house, like in the garage. But he he was kind of talking about the weather, yeah. and he was talking about how the trees were starting to change a little bit there. I'm like, you guys don't have trees. Quit lying. You know? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He goes, they're starting to turn a little bit, you know? I'm like, yeah. yeah. We're, we're in like we're like full fall here in Ohio. All of our trees are all different colors already. And he was mentioning right. like New Hampshire and Connecticut and stuff. I'm like, ah, it's pretty it's pretty colorful here, too, in Ohio, so... You know, just you know, you get once you get in the wood wooded area, get away from the city stuff. It's uh, it's pretty colorful. Yeah, out here, same thing, man. In Oregon, there's a lot of colors changing. I mean, a lot of our trees are those fucking like pine tree things, so like they don't really change colors yeah. much. But the other trees do, and some of them are really nice. Some of them will turn red, or orange, or whatever, yellow, pink, or whatever, different fucking colors, I guess. Um. Anyways, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we did this whole thing once already. We had a whole conversation about snow and and cars and you know it was a really good conversation, but you guys are not gonna hear any of it. It's like it was it was a you know good deep conversation was, as well. It was like it was... it was like ten minutes of us talking about some cool shit. And now you guys get none of that because Mayo fucked up the recording. I was I was pretty now, enlightened by it. I, I I won't lie, you know. I'm like this is this is just some amazing ass conversation. And then I have to overlook at my settings, and I'm like, oh yeah. man, this conversation would have changed your life. I'm telling you. you, you would not be the same person after listening to it. But now, well, it changed mine. I mean, I mean, about <laughs> you. <laughs> now you're fucked. Now now you you gotta live the same life. Sorry guys <laughs> and girls. Sorry, I mean fuck. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. Leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify as well. You can leave us a review on there. Oh, well, I don't know if you can review us per se, but you can actually leave like a rating, I guess, right? 
Because I don't, I don't think you can actually write a review, but you can leave us a rating on there. Five stars are appreciated, of course. You can also join our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. is on Facebook. It's a closed group. Anything that people post in that group stays in that group. So I'm mean, the only members of the group can see it. It doesn't appear on your feed for your regular friends or whatever. Uh, also, there is a page on Facebook. You can like that page. And uh, you can also... Follow us on Twitter and Discord. We have a Discord as well. Join us on Discord. That's probably our best way to join us nowadays. I'm going to say, right? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's probably where, at least I know I'm the most active. And then it's just so easy to get notifications to your phone, your PC, yeah, this, wherever this you're is, at. It's easy. So much, so easy to get in there. And then the cool thing about Discord, you can see who's playing what usually because that, that's linked to PS5 now and Xbox. And like PC, and you can see what people are doing. You know, I always see Nipron watching YouTube videos. <laughs> like, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing, Nipron? What, are you, what, what are you watching? Why are you watching YouTube all the time? What the fuck's he watching? I mean, even <laughs> you can even link it with, with Spotify. I'll tell you what the person's yeah. listening to. I'm like, yeah. man, Jesus is listening to that again. Really? I mean, yeah, um, like really, Jesus? Is, is my shit linked to Spotify? Maybe it is. No, no I'm not sure if you are or not, but I, I know I have some friends that are, and I'm over seeing on there. I'm like. Oh, this you know, Cadillacs is listening to this, or this person's listening to that. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, that's funny. Cadillacs is listening to the Barney soundtrack. Right, right. right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, man. you really got to quit listening to that show, that, you know, that song. But <laughs> I get to see how many people are listening to the corn song. That's that's what it is. It's like, oh, oh shit, look at this guy listening to the corn song over there. That corn song sucked. Gunny, you suck for recommending that song. That song was trash. <laughs> <laughs> was it Gunny anyway, or Brian Tullip Jr. that recommended that song? And oh, it up? yeah, it was. It was Brian Tullip Jr. Brian Tullip Jr. You fucking suck for recommending that him, song. Him and his TikTok test over there. He's yeah, keeping up with all these trends. That song was trash. Anyways, anyways, sorry. I'm eating a chocolate covered espresso bean now. Oh, I'll go get her that okay. coffee. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> I'm going to be wired as fuck if I eat this whole bag, dude. <laughs> it's like a four-ounce bag. It's pretty big, man. This is a lot of espresso beans. I don't know if I should be eating that many. It would probably give me a heart attack. Anyways, you can get on over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Give us your monies like Leahy has. I love you, Leahy. And Jason Sams. I love him, too. And Robert Noble. I love him, too. And Sean Patrick, I love you too. And Chad, you know I love Chad. Henley, Henley knows I love him. Pork chop poo, I love pork chop poos. That, that's my favorite pork chops. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Nibron, I love you, Nibron. And the best HP host ever, you know I love you, Mayo. Oh, yeah, you too. Evan, Evan, please help. I'm stuck in Ohio, Tanaka. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Evan is sending warning people. He's sending us a message. <laughs> don't don't mind don't mind that Jesus. That was a, a typo. Oh, we, is, that, he, is uh, that a typo? He didn't I, mean to I, type that in there. I, I think he said I meant to say uh, um, I don't want to leave Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe he's lying to me. I don't know. But last time he told me he's like I don't want to leave this place. This place is so amazing. <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I, I'm not going anywhere. Please help! I'm stuck in Ohio. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh fuck! 
tight end Big D Hall. I love you, buddy. And the first HGP Patreon bill, still even the biggest D, Gardner the second, the Elden Lord. Also the twin father. He's having twins, dude. Yeah. I, I just saw on his Facebook. I was like, what? Motherfucker's having kids and he's having twins. He's fucked. He has <laughs> all that all that cool gaming shit he had is gone. That shit's gonna be gone as fuck. No more cool pop collection. No more buying all the Steam decks and other PS5s. Yeah. Well, I think he sold no the more of that shit. He, he he traded that in for some baby tables already. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Be trading all that shit for diapers and fucking formula and shit, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot imagine buying formula these days. It was expensive yeah, back when my kids were little. I couldn't imagine now. And then, and then that whole shortage happened and then the fucking shit got all fucked up. I don't know. Did that shit all get figured out? Even I'm assuming I, it all got like fixed. No, I don't, I'm assuming. I, don't know. Have, I guess nobody heard any more about that ever. I don't know. I guess I mean, they just stopped talking about it. I assume they got fixed, but who knows? Yeah, man. Even when my daughter was born, I remember we had to buy formula, man. And like, she had a. She always drank that stupid fucking that special sensitive fucking shit formula. It's like thirty dollars a can. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was like thirty dollars a fucking can. I was like, huh. What? How? Like, this is not, like, what the fuck is this shit, dude? $30 a can? And those little fuckers drink so much of that shit. So they're like, it's crazy. Like, that's such a racket, dude. We need to get into the formula business and make, like, $15 cans. Oh, there you go. But see, no one will buy it because they'll think your shit's trash. <laughs> hey, that's some hubble-ass formula. I ain't buying that shit. I want the expensive shit. Now, see, that's the logic behind people with their baby shit. They don't buy the cheap shit. They buy, like, the the brand name shit, even though the brand name shit is probably the same as the cheap shit, and it costs twice as much because they want the best for their kids, right? right. So we got to make ours more expensive, Mayo. We got to make ours $60 formula. Oh, there you go. You're on to something now. You know, and we, we brand it as luxury formula, and people will definitely buy that shit then, you know, because they'll be like, oh, well, this formula costs $60. I'm definitely going to buy this shit because this must be really good for my baby. Yeah. Nice. You know what? I'm on to something there. You are. You are. You know, I'm telling you. Just tell me. What, when you had a kid, did you not buy the nice shit for your kid or did you buy the cheap shit? No, we don't. We bought the nice stuff. We bought the... See, uh, exactly. Yeah. Was it like Similac or whatever the yep. fuck? <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking Similac. Like the brand name... In formulas, right? You don't buy the cheap shit, dude. So right, yeah, pretty much everybody, like all the stores right here, that's like the only thing they carried, if I remember right. Like, they had like the store brand, but like yeah, like, yeah, but like uh, I can't remember like some of the names that we had around here. Like Walmart like had Walmart, their own brand. Yeah, and like then, Walmart then has had, their brand. They had Similac, and that was it. And then Similac had yeah. like eight different varieties that started off expensive and went to incredibly expensive. Yeah, and then they had like the Infamil. Infamil was the other one, right? Infamil. Yeah. yeah. There's Similac. Those are like the two big brands that I know of, like like formula brands, like Similac and Infamil. But yeah, there's like always like the Safeway brand, the the Kroger brands. There's the fucking Albertsons brand. There's the Walmart. Those are like the store brands, right? Which I'm telling you are probably the exact same shit, literally, that they put in the other ones. They just label the can differently. Oh, yeah. But people are stupid, and they will buy the fucking expensive shit thinking that they're buying the better shit. Because it's just wired into our brains that if you buy the name brand shit, it's better than the hobo shit. All right? That doesn't apply to food, really, but it. But people think it does. But it really doesn't, man. If you, to be honest with you, a lot of the shit is the exact same thing, 
They just label it differently. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, anyways, good luck with all that, Bill. Good luck. I'll buy your, I'll buy your uh, your Steam Deck for for a dollar when you when you need it. <laughs> right. And I'll give I'll, I'll give him two dollars for his PS Five. <laughs> there you go. Two dollars. That's three dollars you made right there for, towards a new can of formula. He's almost there. <laughs> and all seriousness, though, congratulations on the twins. And um. Uh, yeah, let's get to talking about video games and stuff. You can also buy some stuff over at Redbubble. You know how to get there. Big shout out to Phantom Mank for the intro and outro music to the podcast. And uh, yeah, video games. So, Mayo, this week I played games, or the last two weeks, I guess. Uh, I mean, I want to apologize to listeners. We've been skipping a week here and there. It's just really hard to get together, man. It, it, is. it is really hard. Well, it doesn't help like, me being on nights right now, and then I'm having to work like the days we typically record. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are kind of like on days, you know, and your schedule's kind of yeah. all, all over the place. And it's just like, okay, let's try to get together here. Nope, can't happen. Okay, let's get together mm-hmm. here. Nope, can't happen. Okay, I got this day. You you got that day, you know, and then. Like, yeah, Danny's like, oh, Gunny's like, oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Fiji right now, guys. I came with the one. Like, what the fuck, dude? What? You know, all of a sudden you're in like, a, like another state. What are you doing, Gunny? Like, you know, we record on Mondays. Oh, guys. Oh, by the way, I'm over here and I'm in Alaska right now, having dinner with the wife. <laughs> right. Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gunny, Gunny always does that shit, right? He like will never tell us that he's doing some crazy trip. And then I don't know where. Like Sunday night, he'll send us a photo of himself, like. On top of a fucking mountain or something. Hey guys, I'm out here with the wife and the kid. Hey, we're we're out here fucking at some festival in the middle middle of the fucking forest. Like, what what are you doing, Gunny? <laughs> recording tomorrow. Like, what the fuck yeah, are you right. doing, dude? <laughs> okay, guys, I, I'm in Alaska right now. No big deal. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gunny's always doing that. Gunny's the worst one of that shit. He never tells us his plans. And then he'll just hit us with, hey, guys, I'm in fucking Fiji. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. Gunny. Well, that's cool to know, buddy. You, you could have told us this like three weeks ago, maybe. You know, it would have been helpful. But okay. I blame Gunny for everything. It's his fault. It, it is. This, this is the Gunny fault show. It's all his fucking fault. Fucking Gunny. He can't defend himself, so we're going to blame everything on him right now. <laughs> Anyways, video games. So this week... I played some games. Of course, I played some more Battlefield. Now, Battlefield has had some recent more patches or whatever. Uh, they got that new mode out for the last two weeks that uh, called the Liquidator mode. And it's a new uh, conquest, like 8 versus 8, 16 versus 16. Infantry only, tinier maps, three objectives. More like a domination kind of thing, but they call it conquest. And... Uh, I've been playing the shit out of that. Um, so the thing about this is that they have like this like uh, skins attached to this mode, and you can unlock certain skins. Like you get like one character skin, and, like a gun, and a a banner, and like a tank skin. Uh, but to get all of them, you have to get a hundred ribbons. Like if you get the first thirty ribbons, you get like the background for your little player card. If you get the next thirty. You get, like, the gun skin. If you get the next 30, you get, like, the player skin, the character skin. Then if you get the last to the 100, you get, like, the tank skin or whatever. 
The problem with that was that the first week of it, it was only eight versus eight male on the matches. Uh-huh. And getting those ribbons was kind of hard. I mean, like eight versus eight is not many players. And uh, it, it was really weird, man. Like it, it was kind of like a like a bitch to get kills. And like on most times, you know, like I would only get like two ribbons per match. Now, granted, some of these matches went really fast. It would last like five minutes. But still, it was kind of like a grind. Like I was like, man, this is going to take forever to get to 100. And then this week... I'm assuming on Sunday or whatever, they updated the thing to have 16 versus 16 players, which is a lot more action going on because now you've doubled the player count on both sides. So that added like two more squads to each side. Um, so that was kind of cool. One thing that I do like about this mode, though, is that when somebody in your squad selects a certain character, like one of the specialists, no one else in your squad can select the same specialist. So you can't have a squad of all shield guys running around, you know, because only one guy on your squad can run the shield guy. Only one guy on your squad can run the medic guy or whatever. Only one guy in your squad can run the turret guy, etc. So that's really, really cool. And I hope that they implement that into the main game itself because it's kind of a cool idea. It kind of forces you to think, like, what does my teammates have? What do I have? And how can we, what can complement their character, you know? So, like, if I'm running the shield guy, who's going to complement that by having a different type of character that can, I don't know, put down a turret around me or whatever, you know? Uh, so, that was kind of cool. I do like the maps that they used in this mode. They had Caspian Border, Erica Harbor. Uh, they had uh, a few other ones from the main Battlefield game, um, etc. But it was cool, man. I really liked the mode. The skins are kind of cool. Like I said, you unlock one skin, that's where the shield guy, I forget his name, but then you can buy the skins for the other characters. The problem with that is that they don't sell all the skins, like, in a pack. Instead, they sell the skins, each one individually, and they sell them with their own thing. So, like, if you buy the skin for, like, the one chick, you get her skin, but you also get, like, a banner for her, and you get, like, a, a weapon skin, maybe, and, like, a tank, a vehicle skin, and, like... I don't know, whatever the fuck it is. What other bullshit? But it's only for her character, really, you know? Like, uh-huh. it's kind of shitty the way they do that because each one of those skins costs either anywhere from, like, 8 bucks to, like, 17 bucks. So if you want the skins for all the characters, you can imagine how much money you can end up spending real quick, you know, trying to get all those skins for everyone. And the problem is that these skins are being sold at a limited time. So, like... Once this week is over, supposedly, these skins are out of the store. Like, this event is over, the skins are done. Like, you can't get them anymore. So it's kind of like, okay, do I really want that skin? I kind of want it, but do I want to pay for it? Now, the cool thing is that being a, a Battlefield, whatever, like, gold member, whatever the fuck that I bought, whatever I pre-ordered, whatever edition, I get the battle passes for free, right? You know how so, many like, right you're going to get for free? The whole year, so up okay. to season four, I think, so up to Battle Pass 4. Right now we're on two. So the next one we'll get for free, and the one after that we'll get for free. So the cool thing about that is all the gold coins that they've been giving us in the Battle Passes for having the Premium Pass or whatever, I have those coins banked up. So I do have, like, 1,750 coins or whatever, or the Battle Coins or whatever the fuck they're called. So I do have enough to buy one of these skin packs, but I'm debating. I'm like, do I just want to bite the bullet now and buy one of these? 
or wait to see what they come out in the next season and maybe buy one of those. I don't know, you know. It's kind of like, I don't know what to do, you know. And yeah. I do see some people running around with premium skins in the game. Like, I have run into a few people that, like, what, some people have, like, that cowboy skin for the one character. I forget his name, but he's he's just like a fucking cowboy, which looks kind of weird in Battlefield, you know, because it's like you got all these soldier-looking motherfuckers and then some guy running around with a cowboy hat looking like fucking Woody or something from Toy Story <laughs> running around with a fucking cowboy hat on. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that guy's totally out of place in this map, you know? Like, everyone has, like, armor and helmets and shit. This guy's running around with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> like, okay, buddy, cool. <laughs> he's not but, scared. Uh, I guess not. I guess he's, he looks like some guy from fucking Red Dead got dropped into fucking Battlefield or something, dude. It was really weird looking. Um, but yeah, anyways, play some more Battlefield. Uh, besides Battlefield, what the fuck else did I play? I'm trying to think, man. I think I went back to Cyberpunk for a little bit. Play a little bit of that. No, um, speaking of Cyberpunk, uh, Cadillac's, uh, you know, he's got that new computer. He's been playing different games and he jumped into Cyberpunk. And, uh, he sent me a message, I think two days ago, showing me a screenshot. And he's like, Cyberpunk is fucked right now. He's like, he said because of, because of an update. I don't know if he was talking about like graphics card update, like his NVIDIA drivers, or if it was like a game update. But he's like, look right. at this. And he sent me a screenshot, and his map, I mean, it's like all like uh, pixelated. Like it's not like you can't even see it. Like it's not even drawn. It's like it's just like static. But you can see parts of the map, and then like the whole center of the screen just covered in like static. And he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, it's broke. I can't even play it right now. And so I don't know if he was referring to like a game update or what. And he said Reddit was talking about it, like a bunch of people on Reddit. So it wasn't just his PC. And I don't know if it has anything to do with, you know, he's got that new 3090 Ti. Has anything to do with that or what? But he, uh, he's like, it's, it's just broke right now. It's completely unplayable for him. Did so, he, uh, did he, um, did he update to the newest drivers? Um, I'm going to assume, but, but I did not ask him at the time. I was kind of on the go and I just kind of happened to see it. Cause uh, there's a new, there's some new drivers out for all the cars. He, he said there was an update and then, but he didn't say like the drive, what if he was an update to his drivers or if it was an update to the game, he just said there was an update and it broke the game. And I'm like, Oh, that's crazy. So I, I don't know about the state of it like today, but he said it was on Reddit. I don't, I don't know. He goes, I'm not the only one having this issue. So that's, that's kind of unfortunate if that's the case or people have some issues right now, but. Huh. Are you seeing anything over there? I know you're trying to search right now, aren't you? you look? Uh, I, I am. I am looking at it right now. People are saying that, uh, uh there's, uh, it was because of the new NVIDIA drivers. Okay, yeah, he, he just said that the, the, there was an update and it broke it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. They're saying that the uh, the NVIDIA drivers are what did it. So they're saying to roll back the NVIDIA driver to the previous one and it should work. They say that NVIDIA is working on a patch to get that fixed. That's easy enough, I guess. I mean... I mean that's, that's weird. Like, how the fuck did NVIDIA fuck yeah, that they, they like, don't... Did, Yeah, like, that's fucking weird. Like, it wasn't the game. It was... The graphics card, I guess. Hmm. 
Is that, uh, they, don't, they don't mess stuff up very often, it seems like. I, I pretty much never really had much of a problem with NVIDIA. Have you? No, never really, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, this new update really actually increased performance in most in most of the graphics cards, even like the old graphics cards, the 2070s or 20 series or whatever, and the 30 series, and then the, even the 4000, the new ones. The uh, supposedly this new update was supposed to improve performance up to like twenty percent in all the graphics cards. It's it's crazy for me. Like when I think about stuff like that, like in video, the stuff that they handle, they you know they have a lot of stuff with a lot of games. I'm surprised we don't have more problems. You know, it's like when they make a new driver, yeah. there, there's probably no way they go back in there and sit there and test that. You know, for every everything, game. right? Yeah, you know, they, there's no way. There's too many games. You know, you could maybe you know, test you... the major games, but can you imagine like? Being a guy working in video or being in video and, and going, okay, here's a new update like every month, and it works with every game all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's that's pretty crazy. pretty impressive. And to think like a lot of the times the, the updates do improve performance on the cards, like even older cards, you know? Like, yeah. Like this update, they said like even old cards are going to get improved performance because of whatever they're doing to them or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Um, nice. But yeah. Uh, play a little bit of Cyberpunk. That game is good, man. Like right now, my only big problem with that game is I'm debating like how do I want to go about it. Like, what kind of character do I want to make? You know, like that. That's my hardest part with it right now. Is like, do I want to make a running gun character? Do I want to make a stealth character? Do I want to make a, a melee character? Do I want to make like, what do I want to make? Because I know that the problem with that game is, like, you cannot upgrade the entire thing completely. Like, you can't you can't put all your points into stealth and expect to have... A full tree. A full tree of stealth and a full tree of, like, gun things unlocked. Like, you either got to go one way or the other or kind of be balanced in between the both of them, which is... The way I did it last time was I was kind of in between both, right? I had, like, a little bit of stealth things, but I had a lot of gun things... But also had a lot of strength things and health things. Like right now I'm thinking, do I want to just put everything into guns and be like a super heavy attack motherfucker just kill everything with one shot and not have to worry about the stealth mechanics, you know? And not even do those. Or do I want to put everything into hacking or do I want to put everything into the... Like, that's the problem with that game. Like, you cannot upgrade everything. That, that's my biggest issue with it is you have to go a certain route and you got to stick with that. Like, the game will tell you, like... Like, you can respect at, like, one of those Ripper docs, apparently, with the new updates or whatever. Like, there is, like, a Ripper doc thing where you can, like, go to the Ripper doc and pay them money. And it'll respect your character or whatever to whatever you want to do in the future. But it's, like, do I want to do all that? Like, I'd rather that's, just that's stick with what neat, I have. That's kind of a neat option. Because if you think of a world like that where you can do, like, cyber enhancements, there would be a mm -hmm. way of resetting your enhancements. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, hey, pay some be. money. And Jesus, you could be way better than what your other way was. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you could jump way higher. Or you can be really good at melee attacks or whatever. Because my, my whole goal in this one is to get those... Because I know there's a place in the game where you can get those little spider hand things, like those little blades that come out of your arms or whatever. Those look cool as fuck, like those swords or whatever that come out of your arms. I want to get those. I know you can get them. I just haven't... I know there was... Like a long time ago, there was an article talking about like you have to go to this place and you can steal them or buy them or whatever. So I'm probably going to look that up eventually or just run into it into the game and uh, get it. But uh, like there's certain things I want to do in the game 
You know, I kind of want to upgrade my guy and just fuck around in the world and, and run around that world and do all the crazy shit. Because um, I know for a fact, last time I played it, I got to a point in the game where I was just kind of like, okay, I just got to see this through, man, because I'm never going to finish this. If I don't push myself to finish this game, I'm never going to finish it, man. It's going to just right. never finish, dude. I'm, I'm going to just be playing this shit forever, so I might as well just push myself to it, you know? And, like, this time, I'm more in it for, like, no, nah, I'm going to be in Cyberpunk forever. Like, I don't want to finish it. I want to I wanna be in here. I just want to be in this world. Fuck the finishing the game. I don't want to finish it. I just want to run around the world and do missions as I do them and get cool shit, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you beat the story once already, so you kind of know yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. So you kind of, like, you're playing it that second time, so you probably just... The reason you're playing it for the second time is to experience new things. So you're, you're not maybe not really ready to leave, I guess per se. Yeah, you, you kind of know what's going to happen in a way. I mean, not every, yeah, the story could be different, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's going to be and, somewhat. And there different. is things, there is things that I do want to try to beat that I didn't beat last time, or that like because that game does do things that other games don't do. Like this game, some missions, some of the side quests, if you fail them, it outright tells you like you failed. And, like, there's no going back. Like, oh, no, dude, you failed that. Like, that it's, guy's it's, dead. It's just done. Like, yeah, I remember that. Being <laughs> like, that arc is gone. Yeah, like, that motherfucker's dead. You're never going to see him again. You fucked that up. Good luck. Like, that was that was on you, buddy. Like, you, you screwed that up. And I remember I did that really early in the game. There was a few missions where I had to go rescue. Like, you know, like, the, the, the side gigs or whatever, the people will call you and be like, hey, man, I got this guy who's waiting to be, like, picked up at this location. Can you just go pick him up? And I throw up, and the motherfucker's like half dead already. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's like, hey man, I need you to get me to a fucking Ripper dock like right now. And I'm, and I jump, you know, I grab, and I'm trying to run now. And there's like people shooting at me, and and I fail to get to the objective or whatever fast enough, or like to get him there alive, because it's like a timer, like a two minute timer, and I have to get him there fast enough. And I fail completely, and it's like, no, the dude died, like. I don't know, leave his body in the car and leave the car somewhere. I don't know, he's dead. <laughs> you failed. Good luck. Good job, Jesus. You failed. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Right. You know, so, so it's like, ah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of want to see like those those things through, you know, be able to get those guys. I don't know, it probably doesn't make much of a difference in the end of the day, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. I want to experience that. And I also want to know how they're going to do the DLC. Like, is the DLC a thing that's going to be... Like, okay, because, you know, the game in the end has a has an ending ending. Like, your character is over. Like, he dies or he lives or whatever happens in the end. Like, your your story is done. So, like, how is this DLC going to work? Is it going to be like, oh, you got to get to this certain chapter in the game and then this DLC unlocks? Or, like, how does that work? You know what I mean? Um, I want to know how that works. Because, like, they can't say, oh, the DLC takes place after the game ends. Like... Well, no, it doesn't because the character is fucking gone. Like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, you know, like, what the fuck is this gonna take place after the game ends? You have to stick it somewhere in the middle of the story, you know. Um, so I'll see how that happens because that whole DLC is supposed to unlock a new area of the world and shit, and like add new new uh, upgrades or whatever augmentations to the fucking game, and new weapons and new shit and a new storyline and. All this shit, so we'll see. I don't know. I, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they do it right. Hopefully they do it right. Anyways, Battlefield. 
Cyberpunk. Uh, what else did I play this week? I'm trying to think, man. I, it's hard to think what I play because I, I play like the same shit a lot. And right, sometimes right, I right. like I like some random stupid shit in there, and like I don't know what the fuck I played. I gotta, I gotta go back. I gotta open up my Steam any, and any, check anymore. Oh, have you opened up Steam recently? Because I, I actually have not. I've been kind of on the run, and my Steam was completely different. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot they updated it. I had a hard time logging in at first because I just logged in, and uh, my my phone app is completely different. My desktop is completely different for Steam. And really? So, yeah, the login was different. I don't know if you've done it. Maybe it just happened recently. What? I don't know, but it, like. It had like a little QR code you can scan at the beginning, like right away. It was really big. It was really big, and it was just kind of the whole layout was different. I was like, "Oh, okay." So then it's like log in on your phone. I go log in my phone, and I was logged out of that too. And I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> so then I had to like just log in. I'm like, "Okay." Nah, dude, I, my Steam looks the same. Huh? Maybe. What kind of fucking Steam are you running, bro? I know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a little bit. I mean, it kind of looks um, the same, but the login screen is completely different in the setup, and then my phone one logins different well, now. I, I never see the login screen; it just logs me in. Oh, okay. See, I log in every day, so I, I leave it. I. Oh, you log out every time? Yeah, I log out every day. Why do you log out every day? Um, I I don't have it power on with my PC, and so I just shut down my PC. Well, I shut down my PC too. It's just yeah, I just don't stay logged in. I mean, no, I do on my phone, but How do, like even I don't stay like like I don't have it just to launch at startup either. I just when I lock when I launch Steam, it will lock me in automatically. Uh, um, it could be because uh, we switch accounts here a lot because my son when he's here he logs me out and stuff, and he logs in, and so oh, it, okay. it, it could just be because of that. But uh, maybe I could do a whole password thing in the Steam Guard code, you know, and then I log in typically, but. Um, yeah, anyway, no, I'm switching counts back and forth. I, besides that, I don't think I've played much. I'm looking at my updates. I played a little bit of Among Us. Actually, I played that on my phone the other day. Among Us, of all things. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, you know, every once in a while, I get on my phone and I'll play some games before bed, right? It's like my, like my wind down, like, all right, let's find some games to play before bed. And, like, you'd be surprised how many console games are actually on an iPhone nowadays. Like, a lot of them are, man. Like, one of to my biggest surprise, one of the ones that I found was Tropico. Tropico is on a fucking iPhone. Nice. Like, you can legit play the original. I believe it's up to, like, I think it's the original one and, like, another one. They're, like, I think they're, like, 8 bucks or 10 bucks or something. But, I mean, it's a full game with no ads. Like, the game is there... And it's the same game you have on your Xbox or your PC. I mean, obviously it's dumbed down. The graphics are, but like the the gameplay, it's all there, you know. Um, I found Tropical. I didn't buy it, but I, I, uh, I thought about buying it because I was, but I was like, that's a long game. Do I really want to play that on a phone? Like, no. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find games that I can play like really quick before bed not games that i'm gonna fucking sit there for four hours planning out my island and shit you know <laughs> like i don't have that time <laughs> right. you know what i mean like like that's like a sit down and play game that's not a play for five minute game but i, I found among us obviously because it just popped up it was free obviously free to play and um yeah it's among us i mean i was playing that dude and it's kind of a cool thing you know on the phone it just works you just 
you're playing on the phone, you got the, the same little maps, and you run around, and you fix the things, and you, you're either the killer or not the killer. I was caught right away as the killer, like, legit right away. Oh, man. <laughs> I swallowed this guy. I swallowed this guy around. I crack his neck, and there's a guy that runs right by me. I'm like, ah, fuck. Ah, he's running to the butter. He's like, I saw him kill him. He killed him over here. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Stop lying. And he's like, no, I did. I saw you kill him. I was like, fuck. And they kicked me out right away. Like, the man. thing about the phone... The phone version that I found different from like the console, not the console, but the PC version we played with our friends is playing with randoms. People do not listen to your defense at all. Like oh, there was so yeah. many times in like these lobbies where like people were getting booted just because someone said they saw them do something weird. Oh, I saw Orange over here. He was in the vents. When the guy's like, no, you fucking didn't, dude. I was just standing there doing something. Like, no, bro. I saw you, you went into the vent, and you came out, and I saw you. And, it, and it's like, guys, no, he didn't fucking see me. Like, this guy's lying. And no one cares. Everyone's just like, fucking kick, kick orange, kick orange, fuck him, he's out. He's yeah. out, fuck get, him. Get, get the other guy and, next, right. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, he was not the imposter. Like, so many people got kicked out of the lot, like, the one match, because there was like, there was like three guys left. Finally, we got the killer, but it was like... Jesus, we kicked like half of the crew out the fucking airlock with like no chance of them even sitting. And like on when we were playing on the PC, you know, being able to actually hear people talk and defend themselves, you know, there was a lot of matches where I convinced a lot of people that like other people were the killer and I was the fucking killer. But I'm in there like, no, man, I was just quiet. <laughs> I just, I just remember that one match. I was just quiet the whole time. Yep, Everyone yep. was arguing. Everyone was arguing with each other, kicking each other, and I'm just fucking quiet the whole match. And in the end, it was me. And everyone was like, "Motherfucker, you didn't even say a word the whole time." Right. I was like, I was like, well, that's that's the thing, man. I was right, just sat right. there. You know, I let you guys kill each other off. Well, I just, now, I just did my thing. Hasn't that game changed quite? Like when we played it, I think isn't there what more players now is an option? I think. I remember seeing I don't some know. stuff like it updated a little bit. I think, and I thought, I thought something maybe like it had more players as an option. Or... Uh, on the, I think there could be up to fifteen players in a lobby on the phone. I'm assuming it's the same on the PC and, did, and the didn't, console. Didn't it used to be like ten when we played. Yeah, it used to be ten. Yeah. So I haven't played. And um, there is like a battle pass progression thing, sort of. I don't, I don't know if there's a battle pass, but there is like a store in the game. Where you can buy things for your character, but at the same time they also give you like a currency for every match you play. So like every match that I was doing, like even if you died right away, it was like, hey, you got a hundred of these beans. They call them beans, and they're like little red beans or whatever, like jelly beans. Mm -hmm. You got a hundred of these, or you got fifty of these, or you got three hundred of them, or you got four hundred of them. Does it depend on like, how far you make it? Maybe like if you're the I killer, guess, you make it uh, so far. Or... I, I don't know. I, I had like, I don't know. I think right now I have like 400 or something. But I went to the store and like some of these things were like, oh, this thing costs 500 beans. This thing costs 1,000. This thing costs 10,000 or whatever. So like there's there's different things going on there with that. Um, I know you could probably buy the beans, but I mean, they give them out pretty liberally. So I don't know. I, I just would play and get free shit, I guess. Nice. But, yeah. um, yeah, so I play a little bit of Among Us. Another game that I found on my phone that's actually a really cool game, guys. It's, it's, so if you're a football fan like myself and you like football, you may want to play this game. All right, it, 
it's not hardcore. It's kind of pretty simple, but it's called Retro Retro Bowl, and it's a uh, it's like a '90s football game on your phone. So it's like very like I don't know, like it's an arcadey like '90s football game. <laughs> you think of like football in the '90s, Mel? So you got like the little pixel guys that are running sideways on the field, and you throw the ball. Right. Very simple. So the game, the premise of the game is you start off as a head coach of a team. I don't know. You get picked for like a random team or whatever. And the team is kind of shitty. And, you know, you make decisions like as a manager of the team, you can draft players, you can trade off players, and you play 18 games in the season. You can go to the playoffs, you can go to the Super Bowl or whatever. And, you know, your ranking goes up. You're like your coach ranking goes up or, you know, higher and higher the better your team does or whatever, if you get to the playoffs or whatever. And the game is actually pretty simple. Like to throw the ball, you simply like hold down on your phone and you like swipe and you kind of like, it shows the little, like the little line where the guy's going to throw. And then you throw the ball and then sometimes you'll get intercepted or sometimes the guys will fumble or sometimes whatever will happen. And um, your players will get injured you know, so they'll be out for a few weeks. You can upgrade your player stats the better they play. You know, so you, like, if, if a certain player catches so many balls or whatever or passes, you know, and they score touchdowns and shit, they, they'll get better stats. You know, you can upgrade their stamina, their speed, their strength, and their, their like, uh, agility or whatever. And uh, your head coaches, like your offensive coach and your defensive coordinator – you guys, you can upgrade them too to like have like a better defense and a better offense, you know, better play calling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very simple game. And when I, you know, when I first got it, it had ads or whatever. And like I said, do you want to just upgrade to the ad free version? Which, when you upgrade to the ad free version, what it does is it gives you like a. Like, it adds weather to the game, so, like, it makes the game to, like, where sometimes there's rain or there's uh, snow or whatever the fuck, I think. And, like, you can also customize your, uh, you can change your uniform, like, the way your uniforms look. You can have, like, the rush uniform or the home uniform, the away uniform, the retro uniform, etc. And, um, like, I was like, fuck it. The upgrade wasn't very expensive either. I want to say it was either 99 cents or 3.99. I don't remember which one it was. It was so it could have been anywhere from a dollar to four dollars. It wasn't expensive though. It was like really cheap. And I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do the upgrade. And I got it and like the ads are gone now. And I'm playing the game and, and I'm I'm actually having a lot of fun with that game, dude. It's like the 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 quarters are not long. It's like a two you can set the quarters to be three minutes long or two minutes long. Depends on how long you want to play. Um but it's really simple game. Like you only play as the offense, the defense like automatically sims the defense, but like you obviously have to draft players for your defense and the better defensive players you have, the better chances of your team stopping the other team is, Mm -hmm. but you only ever play the offense or like you receive the kicks. Like when somebody kicks the ball to you, you receive it, you run it back, you play that part of the game, but everything else is simulated. So like when the other team is playing the offense, Oh, it'll tell you it's like okay, they ran for 15 yards, they passed for 10 yards. Oh, they're in they're in the they're in the red zone now. Like oh, your team failed to stop him because linebacker so and so didn't have enough strength to tackle this guy or whatever. So it kind of gives you hints to like 
all right, maybe so next time I'm thinking, oh, this guy doesn't have enough strength to tackle these guys. Maybe next time his stats come up to be upgraded, maybe I should upgrade his strength or his tackling, you know what I mean? So it kind of gives you little hints like that on what to upgrade on your characters. Um, but yeah, it's a cool little game, and they have like every team in the NFL. Uh, obviously, they don't have the names of the teams, but they have all the cities. So like all the cities are there. So like got the LA Rams, the Raiders and shit. They got all these... The teams are there, the cities are there, but the obvious the team name, names aren't name, there because yeah. because they're not. It's not licensed, but this game is not licensed by the NFL. But it's it's a really cool game, man. It's really simple. It's really fun. It has a lot of reviews that are people are saying like, like man, I just got this game on a whim, thinking it was gonna be fun or whatever, and this became one of my favorite games all of a sudden. And same for me, like literally, I got this game just thinking, ah, another one of these games. I guess I'll just try it, whatever, and like. Fuck, dude, I fell in love with it. And, like, I think I've played, like, four or five seasons already in the game. Nice. And, and, yeah, and they're really fun, man. And you get to the Super Bowl, you get to the playoffs, and you win. Some players will retire eventually. Some players will stay with you. And you can trade players for, like, because you go, you go to the draft. After the season's over, you have to draft players. And you have first round, second round, third round. And during the year, during the beginning of the year, you can trade players off. So, like, some people will say, hey, like, if you have a really good, say you have a really good wide receiver, but he's getting older, right? And you know, like, okay, this guy only has, like, two years left at best to, like, keep playing for me before he retires. I'm going to trade him off right now when he's really high in stats and has really good rating. And some teams will offer you, like, hey, we'll give you a two first-round picks for that guy. And you're like okay, like, now I have three first-round picks that I can get, you know? Or like, hey, we'll give you a first-round and a second-round pick, or we'll give you a third-round pick, or whatever. Like, you can trade off your players and shit all, all the time. And uh, you have a team morale, so your team can have low morale or high morale. Players can also have a morale setting. So, like, if your quarterback's doing really shitty, his morale will drop really low, meaning that he'll have even less of a morale and, and shit will be he'll be throwing passes worse or whatever it's a really cool little game man and this is a fucking phone game like i've really been enjoying this game a lot and and it, it's a blast man i think you should try it i think they also have like a soccer version for all our our european listeners out there now play the other football <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have a soccer version it's called like kick retro or something like that or or soccer retro or something, retro soccer or something, retro ball. I yeah. don't know what they call that one, my, but it's the same son, thing. My son was playing it a while back, like quite a while ago now. I, I don't know if he's still playing it or not, but uh, maybe, oh, I, really? maybe I'll check it out because I have this new phone. I haven't played any games on it at all, but it, you know, it's, it's, I got the new uh, Samsung Fold 4. And so it's got that nice big screen nice. when you open it up. So like, it'd be kind of nice to maybe like maybe mess around with some kind of game on it. I hear it's really good for Game Pass as well. I guess, you know, you got like Bluetooth and a controller oh, to it. Because yeah. it's got like its own little stand. You can kind of stand it up. And uh, and I thought about I thought about doing that for my phone. I thought about like, getting one of those backbone controllers maybe. And I was like, maybe I should just get one of those and launch Game Pass and play cloud games. I was like, those things cost like a hundred bucks though, man. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, cheap. I know, I know I want to upgrade my phone. And like, does the new iPhone fit in that motherfucker? I don't know, you know, like. Like, yeah, like with me, my, you know, I got this folding phone, like, so that ain't going to work with any of that, really. I mean, it does have it when it's folded closed. It has this uh, screen on the front, 
it's a little narrower than the typical phone like you have right now. Yeah. So it's not quite the same when it's closed, but when it's open and you know, it's, it's kind of a weird shape. It's more of a square. Like, I mean, when you open it up, you know, like how we kind of deal with a rectangle side like screen, it's kind of more squarish when, once you open it up, but, uh, you know, it, it yeah. just gives you some bars on the sides and stuff, but, uh, it's been, it's been nice so far. Yeah, I'll have to check that game out. I, I know I've seen him play it, and I, I'm pretty sure he still plays it. I think he, he jumps on here and there and, and plays. I'll have to ask him how many seasons he's played and stuff for you. Yeah, because your players can carry on. Like, sometimes you'll draft a rookie player, right? And, like, the like because you can scout the players when you're drafting them, and then it'll show you, like, okay, this guy's rated this right now, but, like, it'll show you their potential, and it'll show you, like, how high their stats can really be once you upgrade them all the way. And it'll say, like, this guy right now is a three-star quarterback. But by scouting them, you can see that, oh, this guy can be a five-star quarterback, and these are all his stats at the end when he's fully upgraded. So you're like, oh, I really want to get this guy because he's a rookie, and he's gonna, he could be, like, a really good fucking quarterback, you know, at the end of the day if I upgrade him. So, like, it's really cool, like, being able to do all that. Yeah, I and, think uh, I could get into that kind of game on a phone as opposed yeah, to something like you're playing. it's simple. Yeah, because like you're you're making like mental decisions and management type stuff instead of like trying to control things, you know. And yeah, like I said, you can even simulate all of the games. Really, like you can if you don't want to like say you're gonna play like a team that's really shitty, you can sim the games and it'll just like really quick. You can just, it'll just go like it'll be like okay, you won or you lost at the end. Um, those. Most of the time you'll win, but there's a few times where I've lost to like a really shitty team. I thought, like, all right, this team has a pretty shitty looking defense. They're they're like two stars or whatever. My team had a five star offense and a four star defense, and we still lost. Like in the end, we still lost like twenty one to nineteen. I'm like, how the fuck? What the fuck? And I was mad because I had like a my team was undefeated. And then all of a sudden, we lost to this fucking shitty-ass team. We're like, oh, man. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on right now? This is some shit. So, yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Though. Like, that game is good, though. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, and, yeah, that's really it. I, I haven't my, really played much else. I think my son played a basketball game kind of like that, too. Um, you do you control, like, an, uh, like, NBA teams in a way. But they're, uh, you know, again, it's like real cities, but not like new names it's like fake names you know yeah, but yeah. uh he was he was trying to get me to play that too and you you do your drafting and all that kind of stuff and um but yeah to me like, it just sounds i don't know i do not like phone games um they're just the way they control typically is is the biggest thing you know because anything with touch can controls like when it comes to an yeah, action yeah, game yeah. i just i just don't do it. it it's like i you know waste my phone battery playing something i probably really ain't gonna enjoy the controls i i haven't had a couple old um good games that are like on pc i remember picking up a long time ago on my android you know and they just keep carrying over and i don't know if i ever should fire them back up like i have terraria on on my phone yeah. and i remember i got so far in that game and I, and I was able to work it pretty well but then i had to fight a boss and it was just so damn hard like a really <laughs> hard boss and it's like a this thing it's, it requires a lot of movement because it kind of like chases you and you're kind of shooting back at it and it's just so hard to try to do on a phone because the controls, the inputs just don't feel natural. You know what I mean? Like, cause you're, you're touching a touch screen to make yourself move. And you're not yeah. actually, like, touching a button, per se. And, you know, but but a game like this, like, I, I could completely see myself maybe playing because it's it's more of a micromanagement type thing. 
And that's why yeah. I probably want you to like uh, it as well, because you know, and you and your gunny and your micromanaging yeah. type stuff. The other cool thing about it is that out of like you know, ninety nine percent of phone games nowadays require you to log in, and they'll ask you like, "Do you want us to track your data?" And all this shit. And on iPhone, you can tell them to not track your data or whatever. But this game doesn't ask you for shit. It's like it works offline. You don't have to be online. You don't have to log into anything. It's just like you launch it, it's there, and you're fucking playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like no bullshit. Like log in, give us your email. They don't ask you for shit. You know what I mean? They'll just tell you like, hey, there's ads every once in a while. And if you don't want the ads and you want like new shit to do. Because like if you don't have the ad-free version, like you don't do the kick returns. And you don't you don't have like the ability to like make the quarters three minutes instead of two minutes, and like the weather effects are off, and there's something else that's off. I forget what it is. Like something else that they don't let you do, like draft players or something. Like you can't do that if you don't have the the paid version. But they don't ask you for anything else. They don't ask you for your fucking email. They don't ask you to track your data. They don't ask you to send you notifications. Nothing. It's just like. You play the game when you want to play it, and that's it. Like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like, so that's really cool of them. I really like that of this developer or whatever. And and from what I hear, like, the game literally gets patches pretty consistently. Like, even since I've owned it, it's had a patch. And, uh, like, on all the reviews, people are saying, like, it's crazy that a developer, even after releasing the game, like, a few years ago, they're, they're still, like, doing updates for it, you know, pretty, like regularly and they'll listen to feedback and they'll do the update and add that into the game or whatever and um i heard that the new one the, i heard that the soccer one is more new than this one so the soccer one has like some i guess better managing features than this one does but i mean i'm not really into soccer so i don't know maybe i could get into it you know because of whatever because it's not that hard to play really um but I'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll pick that one up too eventually. I don't know. Nice. But that's what I've really been playing, man. I really haven't gone back to Bomber Crew or nothing. Uh, no. I want. I want to get a Plague Tale Requiem. That's on Game Pass oh, now. Oh, I know. I, that, um, that came out. I've not had a time to jump into that game yet because I loved that first one, and I was excited yes. for this to come out. And I've been waiting. I just have the last couple of days have been really busy for me. So it came um, out last night, yesterday. Yeah, ever, so, so I haven't had time yet, but it's on my list to be played. So for looking, sure. forward, looking anyway, forward to it. Anyways, what are you even playing? Oh man, so when we recorded the show last, uh, what two weeks ago now? I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking, and I ha- I had the itch to I want to play a uh, an open world kind of adventure kind of game, but knowing. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to play something that's kind of open world, kind of medieval type feel to it. And so I end up actually just picking up Elden Ring finally. Um, you know, I haven't paid full price to this thing. It was just kind of at a whim. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm in an Elden Ring kind of mood. And so I picked it up during the end of the show, got it all installed, and I played it a little bit. And I, I like I like what I played. Uh, the combat, Jesus, is really good. Uh, yeah. And, and all that stuff. So, so like, just early on in the game, it, and it does, Jesus, like I said, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. And, when you know, it, it doesn't hold your hand in the aspect of uh, kind of, like, 
Ibn, your settings, Jesus. So, like, one one thing I noticed, like, right away, you know, I, I forgot going into this game that it's locked at 60 frames. You know, the first thing we do as PC people is, you know, you go in there and change your frame rate and turn off V-Sync and all that stuff. You, you, don't, you don't get that option. You can't even turn on or off V-Sync. You, you can't control any of that. But uh, the game, you know, is playing the constant 60 frames for me. But, uh, so... I did not like the controls on mouse and keyboard. You know, it's like a third-person character kind of game. So, like, mouse and keyboard controls are kind of weird because your mouse is usually your camera. And it was stuff like, uh, instead of, like, using space bars for, like, jump, your space bar would be, like, your dodge. And you'd have to hit, um, I think it was F or G to jump. Mm -hmm. And so, you're like, okay, you have to kind of reach over there. And then a lot of stuff was, like... Uh, Q and E or R, like you were using, like, I mean, it was nothing crazy, but it just didn't feel natural. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to switch this up if I play this with a controller. This is, this is like a controller, you know, controller game. And I, I go ahead and I plug it in, uh, my Xbox controller, right? Jesus. And what, what does every game pretty much do when you plug in your Xbox controller? Like, it, you know, it takes right over all the icons yeah. and everything show up, right? You know, instead of saying hit enter, it's like hit A, you know, to continue or something yeah. like that. No, Elden Ring does not do this. So <laughs> I keep playing the game and I'm doing like the tutorial. There's this part where you can drop off this ledge and you go through this little, it tells you it's like, hey, you can drop off here kind of thing, you know. And I'm like, okay, so I drop off this ledge. I'm going through the tutorial and it's giving, I'm using the controller now. And all the controls it's telling me on screen are mouse and keyboard controls. I'm like, oh, fuck, what the hell? Yeah. So I'm, like, trying to figure it out. So I'm, like, looking. I go to the options, you know, and I'm, like, controls, you know, control scheme. So I'm looking at the controller. I'm, like, okay, this is this. This A is this. B, you know. So I'm, like, okay, I think I got it. So then I'm doing the tutorial, and it's, like, okay, you need to go behind this guy and hit left left click. And I'm, like, okay, what was left click? I'm, like, you know. And so I'm, like, this is kind of a pain in the ass. Like, why does why does it not, not have this this feature where it shows the icons on your screen? And I actually, a little bit later on, was messing with the uh, with the options. And literally, Jesus, in the option menus is an option to turn on controller identifiers or whatever you want to call it. So even <laughs> though I was running the controller, the game just doesn't automatically switch over for you. You have to go wow. in there manually and turn that shit on to show not, not show mouse and keyboard controls over the controller. I'm like, oh, come on, really? You, you can't you can't even give me this. I mean, okay, you can make a game harder. You can do whatever, you know, but, like, that was just kind of a weird thing. I don't think I've ever seen a game before where I plugged in a controller and the, and the, the prompt stuff doesn't automatically switch over for you, you know, because, like, it knows I was using a controller and everything, but it was still yeah. giving me the mouse and keyboard control. So that was kind of weird. Um, I did really like it, though. Like I said, the, the combat seemed like it was fun. Um, just kind of messing around. I, I ended up making like a samurai type character. I don't know what a good character type is to make, but it just kind of felt fun to make like a samurai looking guy. And so, um, very in-depth character creation early on and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's Elden Ring. A lot of people know about that game. You know, I've been playing it for a long time. You know, I'm kind of late jumping on that bus, but it just kind of, it kind of hit me that day. I'm like, I feel like I want to play some Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> Another thing I, I, I kind of feel like doing, Jesus, I, I feel like playing a shooter, and uh, I don't have Battlefield, and I didn't really feel like buying it yet. You know, like, you know what? World War Three. you know, it, it went free to play. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to fire this game up, right? You know, I'm going to go ahead and update it. So I, I update it. I'm like, you know, the the little bit that we you and I had played, we paid extra for. 
you know, that early yeah. access and stuff. I, I enjoyed it. And, and I thought, you know, I think you did too. And, you know, the biggest yeah. thing we had was matchmaking, you know, I'm like trying to find people and stuff like that. So I'm like being free to play. This game might be way better now, you know, like actually have a matchmaking and it's going to be fun. Launch, launch the game. And it's like, tell me I have to log in. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm logged in. So I get everything logged in. And it gives you this like thing when you log into a game, it gives you like a big checklist that pops up. And it's like yeah. like like it going through its things, and it only goes through like half of the checklist, and, and like half of the things are red, like it did not load, did not work, not ready, not ready, not ready is like what it said. I'm like, what the hell? And it's like <laughs> and it, like reinitialize. It does this like three times. It closes me out. I I do it again, yeah. closes me out. I do it again, closes me out. So finally, like the fifth time, I get in. I'm like, yes, finally, they got this, this fix. I don't know what the deal was. That was kind of weird. I had to mess with logging in again, doing all this stuff. It, it, then it was like, you know, put your, your your character name or your username in. And I'm like, okay, you know, I did the mayo. And it's like, nope, bad bad username, da-da-da-da. And it just would not let me log in. I'm like, what? What, what the hell? You know, so I'm like messing with it. And finally, I, I had to back out again, starting over. And I get that whole little things not ready thing again and i keep having to reset this a couple times so then finally again i get past it and i get the character i get my username all like in and it finally takes yeah. i'm like sweet so then i get to the the screen where you know jesus Christ. so it's like your loadout and your your guns and all that stuff i'm like all right we're ready to go uh, and i'm thinking maybe a little bit jesus that we would have a little bit of kickback for for paying what do we pay 20 or 25 for this game yeah and and it has like credits in the top corner like for i guess i'm assuming for like season pass type stuff nothing extra for us people that that uh was early backers <laughs> that that's fine right all your stats are reset to level one yeah. all of our unlocks okay that's fine you know i completely get it you know this game has a battle pass right jesus where you can earn credit and do this and that they could at least give us a couple little credits maybe get like a skin no, no the battle no, pass. No, maybe? Yeah, yeah, or the battle pass. No, no, we don't get any of that either. You just you, you get to be like a regular day one hobo, who, uh, you know, has the free version as well. So I'm like, okay, this this kind of sucks, you know, whatever. But so I get all things set up. I'm like, I'm going through the loadout. You know, it's all wiped. So I get the gun again, like with what very basic attachments I have, and okay, okay, I'm ready to go. Find match. Click find match. I sit here for Jesus. I kid you not. Ten minutes. No match. I'm like, <laughs> after all this work, it doesn't match make at all. So I cancel. I go back to the main menu where I, where it shows like your character loadouts and all that shit, right? And so I'm like, Fuck. boom. Find a match. Walk away. Go Go cook some food. Check it. Nothing. Stand, check it again it, it, it signs me out it's like no match found or something like that. i'm like what the hell i tried it like three or four times no luck whatsoever so then i ended up just closing it but uh then people i get it was getting review bombed and i don't know what the reviews are right now on steam but people were not happy with it at this point and they were having major server problems i guess and I, i'm assuming they got this fixed but just what a blown opportunity puppy for this game. You know what I mean? Like this is like right when it went free to play. All these people are like, Oh, I might check this game out. And then it just, everything is a problem, you know, and yeah. the character creation type stuff, the logging in, 
you know, the initialization, then actually once you get everything, if you're lucky, you get in and work in, and then the game doesn't even find you a match, you know? And I'm just like, are you kidding me? But, <laughs> I mean, I probably messed with this for like an hour, and I was being patient with it, you know? So, and I'm like, I know when we played it, I mean, the game worked pretty well. We had some issues with matchmaking, you know? And and so we, you know, you and I kind of, since we played it, we kind of know they were somewhat ready. You know, maybe their servers didn't have enough people or whatever, you know, the matchmaking, but, but the game worked pretty well with loadouts and, and getting all that stuff kind of ready. It wasn't nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and this thing was just like unplayable. I was like, holy cow, like what, what happened to this game? And, uh, that sucks. I mean, right now I'm looking at Steam Charge. They're saying there's about 5,000 players playing. Brink was telling me that the game was dead. He's like, uh, uh, World War Three is dead again. It's, it's dead. Like, it's not dead, dude. I mean, it still has a higher player count than Battlefield 2042 did at a certain point. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. I liked it. I, li- I liked what I played when we when we were playing it early on. Definitely. I thought it was fun and stuff, so... Um, I play a little bit since it actually went uh, free to play. I mean, I'm looking at Battlefield 2042 right now on Steam Chart, and they have 4869. And World War Three Steam Charts has, let's look it up real quick. It has 5295. Nice. So it actually has more players than Battlefield 2042 right now on Steam. Nice. I mean, granted, Battlefield 2042 probably has a lot more because they also have Xbox, PlayStation, and then or I don't know if Steam Charts doesn't count Origin, does it? I, I don't think it does. So you think about a lot of players on PC probably bought Battlefield 2042 on Origin, via on Origin. So yeah, I mean, there's probably what say another three thousand players on Origin or two thousand players on Origin. I don't know, you know. So. I mean, that's probably close to what Battlefield is, though. I mean, number one, it's pretty good. It's pretty good via Steam. I mean, it has five thousand players right now, so you can probably get in there and find a match. I played a little bit of this the other day too. You know, a couple of weeks ago, whenever the fuck we talked about it, when they went free to play, I played a little bit of it, and yeah, I was able to get into matches at first, and then second time I tried to go into it, same thing like you did. You had that stupid server checklist shit that was down and then it was just down 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 it just wouldn't work and like i don't know what the deal is with this game like there's times where it works fine and there's times where it doesn't work fine and i don't know man Um, i wonder if it's is that something that they do or would they pay out you know somebody to handle all the servers or whatever it is invest in somebody different doing it or what but yeah, I don't know how who's running their servers, but the company sucks. Whoever it is, I mean, they're they're doing a pretty bad job at it. I feel like, I feel like that's the main play, the main issue the players are having is the server issues. Yeah. Like, if you can't log into play, then your game doesn't work. Like, it, it's simply like, fuck the bugs, fuck the gameplay, fuck anything else. If no one can even log into it, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. That's like, that's like Battlefield. Three bad when remember when Battlefield Three came out like years ago, on the 360 man, and like I remember like that shit was so bad for like week for like a week or two that game you could not log into it like whatsoever like like they they hyped up Battlefield I think it was Battlefield Four as well they hyped it up so much they're like oh yeah we're gonna take out Call of Duty you're fucking Battlefield Battlefield's way better. 
And I was so hyped for that shit, dude. And I go to play it. Servers are, oh, uh, due to the mm-hmm. anticipated number of players, uh, we did not anticipate this much hype for the game. Oh, yeah. What the yeah. fuck do you mean you did? What do you mean you didn't anticipate this much demand or whatever? Like, what kind of shit is this, EA? EA would, oh, they were notorious for that shit. Oh, oh we didn't anticipate this much demand, and uh, we didn't have enough servers available for all the players trying to like, what do you mean you did not anticipate this much demand? You've been fucking marketing the shit out of this yeah, game for the hi- last... hype it up for months and then... Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we got too many people. Oh, we didn't anticipate this many players, guys. Sorry. What the fuck? You know? Nowadays, they do a little bit better job. Like, I don't think Battlefield 2042 had those issues, obviously. Like, I just... I think they do a way better job of it now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this was like this game reminds me of like oh we didn't anticipate this many players wanting to play a free to play game. <laughs> what, <laughs> right. is, what do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? Like it's a free fucking game. That's a shooter. That's pretty good. And you know what do you mean in anticipate this and many especially, players? Especially at a time like like that game is so close to Battlefield, and it's yeah. very much different than Call of Duty. And it's like the only game kind of like it. You know what I mean, and so yeah, it's just naturally way with the with all the bad press that Battlefield's getting, that people probably would try to migrate over. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give this game a shot, and then you know they they fuck it up. Yeah, you, they fuck it up. And you know the shitty part is for them that Call of Duty launches in a week. So yeah, yeah. So there's probably no not much recovery. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, you their can't really do here. much. Of, yeah, this is their hype, and they fucked it up, and. You know, they launched at a good time, like a month before Call of Duty is out. You go free-to-play, that's good, okay. Okay, you would have been fine had your servers fucking been working. Yeah. Now you're screwed. Now you, there's no coming back. Because once, you know, if people can't log in, and they just can't, and they just can't, and they just can't, guess what people do? People are not going to try again. They'll just delete the game, give you a bad review, and go back to Battlefield. Or Apex or Call of Duty and then wait for the new Call of Duty to come out and say, fuck your game. Because you know what's going to work on day one like a champ? Call of Duty. Right. You know Call of Duty, day one, the moment that fucker goes live, you're in a match. There's no like, oh, we matchmaking issues. No, dude, that game just fucking works. That's something about Call of Duty I'll give them. No matter how much hype that fuck, that game could have all the hype in the fucking world, Mayo. It could be the most demanded game in the world and those motherfuckers make sure that shit works on launch that shit is running it is working you're in matches you're fucking playing with your friends you know you're fucking you're in there day one the moment it's on fucking playing with your friends it's rare that they have like a hiccup you know like oh like there there's times where call of duty has had like a little bit of a hiccup where like all of a sudden the shit will go down real quick but they'll get it up and running within like an hour the right, max. Right. Like and fucking fast, dude. Like those guys are on top of their shit. Any other game doesn't do it that way. Like fucking EA, they fucked up battlefields so many times. There's so many battlefields that have launched <laughs> that were so hot. Everyone's wanting to play those motherfuckers and they got they just fuck up the launch. They fucked it all up. They'll have like server issues, disconnects. They'll have server maintenance and shit. They'll have all this shit going on for them, and they'll be fucked. Call of Duty is like, nah, bro. We're, we're Yeah, we got hacked. We're down for an hour because we got DDoSed. We're fucking back up and running, motherfucker, okay? Yeah, like, right. We're, we're good to go right now. Let's go. 
You know, and that's I got to give it up to Activision because they, they, you could tell they obviously spare no expense on that shit. They're like, right, we right. got to make our money. Uh, well, we I think they're the biggest money maker, I would have to say, by far. Yeah, by far. It probably is, you know, compared to like, it's probably that, then League of Legends or World of Warcraft, and then all that other shit, you know? You know League of Legends is probably their biggest, probably, in all honesty, but I know it's yeah. big overseas, but. Still on the World War Three thing, you know, I I opened it up on Steam and look at it, and on the, right now on the reviews, um, it says most recent reviews that thirty two percent of the reviews of the thirteen thousand reviewers uh, are positive, so sixty eight percent are like negative or neutral, and then all time it's uh, a, all time it's a lot better. It's like fifty three percent are positive, but just this last the last thirty days, it's just got. 68% negative reviews like so yeah it just shows you kind of like that's when this game went free to play and that's when you're getting all the negative reviews you know so it's it's very unfortunate but uh like I said and I enjoy the game too it looks good it, it seemed to play well it just that server issue just completely crushed that game yeah um, but uh that's pretty much all I've been playing on my PC uh, I still I still been playing uh, since Evan is still here. You know he he, he voluntarily is staying in Ohio. Oh, he's choosing he, <laughs> to stay there. Oh, okay. Um, I have so. I have I have a PlayStation games to finish before he leaves. So he is voluntarily staying in Ohio, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just almost finished with uh, Ratchet, the Ratchet and Clank. Um, I just kind of pick it up here and there and kind of playing it when I have some time. Like uh, when my son's over. And he, he pretty much when he comes over, he's on my PC and, uh, you know, he, he's been playing some games here, uh, at his mom's house, his internet's not that good. So he's looking forward to come over and jump on my computer where he has a constant internet connection. So he's over here and he's on my PC and he doesn't have a fucking hobo internet connection over there. Right, 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 right. And, uh, so I, I've been playing in the living room while he's playing in my, in my room on my PC. And uh, I'm just about done. I, I think I'm on like the, one of the last like one or two missions. Jesus, um, I, I'm, I, yeah. I think you said you beat this game, right? Which one? Oh, uh, the Rift Apart, the the newest one. Oh on the yeah, side. that game looks good. That game um, fun. It was really short. I'm enjoying it. The the shooting is just so fun, and I I really like the control feel in that game. Um, I'm not a big controller player, but I, I like the shooting kind of. You know, it's just that run and gun kind of shoot. But I do like the controls. How it has that little click with the shooting. You know, like you feel the clicks in the controller. Yeah. as it's firing and it just feels really really nice i do like that about that controller still you know like um still i said that whole rift thing was i felt kind of gimmicky you know it's only in certain spots but yeah but it's uh, pretty cool though yeah it's cool it i mean it um i think i'm in a part i'm trying to remember it's like i'm going through some kind of like i went into some kind of cave thing it's like an underground tag like a cavern kind of thing and uh, you're going through a bunch of different dimensions and stuff, and and talking with Evan because he's finished it as well. He says I'm pretty close, so uh, I almost got that game beat. And like I said, I just it felt good. Um, you know, different all the different guns. Um, I like the there's a only a couple of guns I really like to use though. It's probably another thing. It's probably a drawback. It's like it's got all these guns that are kind of creative. I wish they could have went something more like Borderlands, where they could have went kind of crazy with some like really unique kind of weapons or something but it's your very traditional like you have that, that uh basically like a little machine gun it's like your normal gun and then my other favorite gun that gave me that jesus i don't know if you used it much it's like a lightning gun it kind of like stuns yeah. everybody and it kind of attaches them all to each other and it, it kind of daisy chains and a whole bunch of guys are stunned so you can like 
freeze them all in place so it gives you more time to move around and stuff like that. And I, I pretty much just used those two. Just leveled those two way up and, and was playing through most of the game with that. And then sometimes I would just freeze them and then switch to like the rocket launcher against bosses. You know, stun them yeah. and then hit them with a the rocket launcher a couple of times. And, Some and, of my favorite guns in that game were the, uh, the one that... Uh... You shoot and it shoots out little robots. Yeah, like the glove, of, like the glove of doom and stuff. Um, I didn't even yeah, pick that yeah, up yeah. until very late. It's like a like a grenade you throw, and it shows like a trajectory, and you throw it one time, and a bunch of little uh, clanks come out of it, and, they, <laughs> and they're fighting for you. Yeah, so I, I didn't even actually start using that until just a little bit ago because Evan mentioned it. Yeah. And I never bought it, and I'm like, oh, I just thought it was like something else, and he's like, no, you wanted to use that, and so and it's like crowd control for when it's like a whole bunch of yeah, enemies. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. Get out there. There's that one and there's also one that, uh, forget, like you shoot out, like, I forget if it's like a mushroom or like a flower or something, but like, it'll put that down on the ground and that'll start shooting for you. So like, what I would do is if I had, a, like if I went into those arenas and fought in those arena things, I'd shoot out those little clank guys and I'd shoot out those mushroom things that would like shoot for me. And then I had another one that would freeze everybody. Yeah. So they would just like freeze everybody so the little clinks would fuck everybody up that were frozen and the other thing was shooting out whatever it was shooting out and it was pretty cool man. Like yeah. the, the cool thing about that game is you can chain all those like weapons pretty good like you can you can do pretty cool combos with all that stuff and a lot of them complement each other. Like if like I said once you learn how to use them with each other you're kind of like unstoppable. Like yeah. you can really just get in there and fuck everybody yeah, up. Yeah, I find really myself bad. so switching weapons a lot, but but what I did find myself doing instead of like I think you like tap uh, triangle maybe, and you'd like switch to the last gun that you had. You can like kind of rotate out yeah. like a quick switch. I found myself just using that wheel a lot. Basically, it kind of pauses the game. You pick your gun and then switch. Yeah, that seemed to be kind of the better way of doing it than the quick the quick uh, quick change. It seemed like it was more consistent. But yeah, yeah. I felt better doing that, so I, I, I don't know. I, I think that feature is kind of useless for me. But uh, it kind of makes me want to, like the part I'm at in the game. Jesus, how many people remember? So like a lot of the enemies are like these skeleton things that come up out of the ground now. They're like, yeah. you know, they're like skull like, and they're coming at you. They die yeah. really easy, but they kind of overpower you with like volume, and you kind of run yeah. by them and and fighting through them and stuff. And that that's kind of like part of the people I'm fighting and. Um, there was like a there's like a big like T Rex thing you fight and like I had to kill like the big skeleton version of him and I I've done all that stuff already but yeah I feel like I'm getting pretty close. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go back and play Bio Mutant again. I bought that game on Xbox when it first came out. That game too. I have. I always think about that game. I had and that game. And it's like do I do I want to go back to it? I never finished it. My son did. He yeah, played yeah. the crap out of it and. I, it got me thinking about it again. I know, I, I guess, you know, the the, the thing about, about Biomute that I did not like was that narrator. You, you know what I'm talking about. You can turn about. him off now. You can, you can turn him off. Yeah, so now, and I was going to say that, is that you could turn him off now because he narrated just too much. Like, it was just that same guy talking throughout that whole game oh, the all the time. Dink, the rinky-dink wants to go to the clinky-clink and the and, whatever the fuck. is like, shut the, the time, fuck up, guy. Yeah, when, I, when I'm playing a game, actually, like, for me, I, and this is just me, like, so, a lot of times I do not get into the story that much. I, I'm playing it for the fun of playing through it, you know? Yeah. I'm not really, like, hooked on the story, so I'm, I could kind of care less about the story of that game. I'm like, and this guy's just talking and talking and talking. I'm, like, trying to skip the dialogue, you know, and you're, like, trying to go through it. 
And so, I, you know, having that option to where you can skip through it, it kind of makes me want to fire that game back up and kind of sit and play it after I finish Ratchet and Clank. So, I might, I might jump into that. We'll see. I, that might be for when, like I said, when my son's over here playing games. Uh, have you tried Overwatch 2 yet? I know, uh, you know, a lot of people have been kind of been playing that game and not my kind of game. I really want to play because I really did enjoy Overwatch 1. I don't know if you remember this, but back in the day when Overwatch 1, not really when it came out, but a few months after it came out, I kind of got it on a whim. And I was playing the fuck out of it. And that's that's when uh, Alan Navy and them, they were all playing Paladins. And I tried Paladins and I didn't like it. Overwatch 2 was just way more polished. Paladins was the hobo version of Overwatch. I remember right, we used to call right. it the, ho yeah. the hobo Overwatch. Um, and last night I was actually, I came home and I, you know, because I worked swing, I got pretty, got off pretty late, but I came home and I heard my brother was gaming and I, and I looked into his room or whatever and he was playing Overwatch too. And it, man, it looked good. I was like, it's Overwatch. <laughs> it looks just like Overwatch 1. Really, the graphics don't look much different at all. Like, it's the same thing. That's what I hear. But I never, I never played the first one. It looks the same. It literally look. You could if you put them probably side by side. They're probably well, you can tell the difference most likely. It looks literally the same, same characters as well. I'm assuming they added some new ones. I don't know. I really don't know much about the game. I know you can carry your shit over, so a lot of the characters are probably still there, or you know, they added new ones. Yeah, I, and, I don't know uh, either. I I did hear something like you once you play like 50 matches. I remember it was like on our news one time I think, and you get like all the original characters unlocked or something like that after 50 matches. There you go. So it's not bad. And, and the matches seem to game. go kind of quick, uh, it seemed like. Free game. Yeah, matches don't last long. Matches, I think there's a timer on them, usually for like eight minutes or something, or five minutes. And the timer resets, I think, when the the people reach a new objective. So like, if, like there's a five-minute timer for the first objective, and if you reach that, then it resets to like three more minutes, and it'll add like another minute. So, like, by the end of the match, you'll end up playing, like, a 10-minute, 15-minute match. But you'll get a lot of XP for that match. And, you know, all that goes towards your unlocks for your skins and shit. Um, but I really do like Overwatch. So, I do plan on getting this on the PC. I might even get it on my Xbox. Well, what, free, I was thinking so. about doing, what I was thinking about doing is getting it on my Xbox One. So I can transfer all my stuff over from Overwatch 1, because I know the save file is probably still there. Transfer all my stuff over, get the QR code from the Xbox, and get it on my PC and log in and use does the it, QR code. Does it have, code. like, a cross-progression that it's going to have? Yeah, it, it'll, it'll match everything up. Like, it, nice. your, your shit, like, it, the thing about the Xbox and the PC, though, they said that they don't have, like, a thing like Call of Duty where it's all linked. Like, you have to get some kind of QR code from your Xbox or your console or your PS5 and scan the QR code on your phone, log into your Blizzard account, link it to your PC, and then it'll fucking merge everything somehow. Which I know I have a lot of shit unlocked on my Overwatch 1. I probably don't have everything unlocked, obviously, because I didn't play the game all the way to, like, all the years that it was out. But... I know I have some cool skins unlocked for like Diva and shit. She was like my favorite character. The one with the Mac. There was also like uh, Tracer, the character Tracer. She was pretty cool. Uh, there was a lot of other cool characters. There was a lot of cool characters in that. And there was a guy that shot the little. Uh, he floated around and he shot the little orb things that would heal, or attack. Mm -hmm. They would like heal your teammates. He was like a healer attacker guy. 
<clears throat> so he would like either heal you or attack the enemies with like these little orb things that he shot out as he floated around the air or whatever. That, that guy was pretty cool. There was the shield guy. There's a lot of cool characters, um, man. So my my son decided to like, start playing this, and he's always been really good at shooters, you know. And he's never played the first one, but uh, he's like, I want to start playing this because it's, it's kind of popular right now, and and people are talking about it and stuff like that. So he he jumps in, and uh, so I've, I've been watching him play. He did his his first fifty match. Like, I can't do fifty matches to do like to unlock ranked, and then after that you got to get like so many wins or like I think it's maybe five wins or, or something like that. Then it actually like puts you in rank. And uh, he ranked himself in platinum. So, like the first time him playing the game, you know, is and still learning a lot. He uh, he ranked himself in platinum, and he, he was happy with that. But it just seemed like uh, that game. It just it's just like it's it's so smooth. It, on on PC, there's so much going on, and on on my computer, it runs amazing and. I don't have like the newest hardware anymore. It's starting to get a little older. The poor old, poor old computer is actually starting to get a little older. I'm thinking about maybe doing a rebuild here soon. Um, this this 2080 super and you know this, this this CPU and all that stuff, but uh, it it was getting on 1080p. I can't remember what settings he had it on. He he likes to run games on lower settings, but it was getting almost 500 frames, and that's just absurd, you know. So like the game is very well optimized. So for for, for what it is and and this and that it's it's pretty pretty crazy like it's just such a smooth 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 game and there's just so much going on and it's it's, it's way too fast paced for me like uh and it's kind of neat how like I, I like how they put the uh the mix of uh it's almost like a, the shooter and the uh the the MOBA I guess you want to call it you know where you, you have roles to play where you have that tank role you have that healer role you have that DPS role, but the only negative thing is, I guess, too, is if you get people who don't play their roles correctly, it can really severely hurt your team. And next thing you know, it's like you're you're losing matches because the the, the healer isn't healing, or or your your tank isn't tanking, or the tank is trying to DPS even though he's a tank, or you know something like that. So that that can make it kind of difficult. But I think if you had a dedicated group of friends, this game could like really really be a lot of fun. But I, I think he was using Tracer as well quite a bit. And uh, there's a character that kind of flew around a little bit, had like low health. It was it seemed like it was kind of an annoying character to try to hit and track. But he, he was in playing against that character quite a bit too. But uh, I'm trying to think of uh, some of the stuff that I tried to play. I, I messed around a little bit with a game that Gunny had recommended to me. It was called Moon Scars. And I downloaded that on... My uh, actually, no, I didn't even download it. I played it on uh, the Cloud Play on the Xbox in the living room. And this game is like a side view, kind of Dead Cells kind of game, uh, indie game, and it just—I forgot. I, I didn't install it. I put it on the Cloud Play and I started playing it. And right away, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I, it's about this game. It just—I I felt like the controls felt like a little laggy, and then I was like. Oh yeah, I'm on cloud play. I bet that's why. For some reason, like my TV is uh, on Wi-Fi. I never once saw my Wi-Fi signal on my TV isn't uh, the greatest connection, or my Xbox is on Wi-Fi, and uh, so I was like, maybe maybe that had something to do with it. Me trying to stream and play this game, you know, because it, it felt kind of floaty and like a delayed 
response and stuff but i i don't know i didn't i didn't really get into it a whole lot it just it didn't really uh you know it looked really really uh not like dead cells dead cells has that that old school 8-bit side scrolling action but it's actually really clean and polished looking you know by design and this actually just looked like an old nintendo game like it is it looks so jagged on the edges and stuff where, where like dead cells is smooth and the backgrounds look really good and this just literally looked pretty simplified and it it, it could be an okay game but it, it it wasn't for me and i just uh pretty much uh didn't play it a whole lot more after that and i mean that's pretty much uh chivalry 2 i've seen that come with game pass you know uh I definitely want to check that out, but it just, I haven't had time to check that game out. I, I have Mordhau, I see Chivalry 2, and I think it's probably a little more popular than what Mordhau was, and I really liked Mordhau. So I ended up installing it, I just, I just never got to it and stuff. But uh, um, a game like that, I feel like it's just more fun to play with like a group or with somebody in voice and stuff. And, you know, so that that's pretty much it. Um, all I've been pretty much playing on my end, uh, I guess uh, Jesus had to step away for a second. So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and actually without Jesus, I'm just going to go ahead and move on to the news. And uh, when he steps back in, he can kind of jump in again. But uh, cover news-wise, uh, we got a, an insult video game voice actors speak out to demand fair play. Um, performers call for better and more uh, better treatment in the industry worth nearly $200 billion. It says underpaid, undervalued, frustrated video game voice actors are demanding change after after one raised concerns over pay and explained why she had not been repraising her role in a multi-million dollar franchise. It says uh, now others are speaking out and calling out for better and more uh, better treatment for actors who who earn a tiny fraction of what the games make in revenue. Um, on Saturday, the actor Helena Taylor, the original voice of the lead character in the multi-million selling Bayonetta games, posted a series of videos on Twitter explaining that she was not continuing her role in the series in the third installment. Uh, she said that after being asked to re-audition for the role, that she played in 2009 Bayonetta's and 2014 Bayonetta's 2, she was offered a $4,000 flat rate fee for the job. The games have made more than $450 million in revenue. Uh, Taylor said that she declined, and this is an insult to me. The amount of time that I took to work on my talent and everything I have given to this game and the fans, she said, asking supporters to buy, or boycott the game, in solidarity with people all over the world who do not get paid properly for their talents. Uh, she said she no longer feared the consequences of speaking out. I can't even afford to run a car. What are, what are you going to do? You know, you know, take my clothes. So she basically just saying, Hey, you're already not paying me a whole lot. What are you gonna do? Pay me even less, you know, like, um, I could probably find and work somewhere else and, and make more money. I mean, yeah, $4,000 flat rate to do a voice, in a game, I mean, this four thousand dollars can be a lot of money, but you're probably thinking, you know how long 
does that take, you know, like to do those voices and stuff like that. It's probably a lot of time and uh, a lot of long days, a lot of time recording in a studio. So it's probably months and months and months of work. So you're probably not even making a thousand dollars a month if, if I had a guess, you know, so. It's just kind of crazy that this game's making made four hundred and fifty million dollars, and they, uh, you know, should get a flat rate of four four thousand dollars for for being the voice of the one of the main characters or the main character. So that's just kind of kind of unfortunate, and uh, it says uh, that her her experience is extreme but not unique. Uh, speaking to the Guardian, several videos game voice actors, high profile, award winning. Uh, they shared their frustrations about their pay conditions in the industry that was estimated worth, you know, $200 billion. And they said uh, these work in the UK claim that their rates largely set and controlled by the outsourcing companies who developed pay to recruit their record voice talents have not risen meaningfully in 15 years despite the game industry's enormous expansion in, in that time. I mean, the last 15, I mean, I mean, the gaming industry has been growing more for the last 15 years, but I mean, yeah, you, these guys, I mean, especially like we get so attached to our characters and stuff. I mean, you know, 4,000 isn't much. It says some people might think that getting paid 4,000 to do a game sounds amazing. Uh, but it says John Schwab, he says, who plays Dandelion in the Witcher series of games. And he says, but the commitment it takes to get a game done we're talking dozens and dozens of hours of recording. On top of that, the travel that nobody pays for, the agents' fees, the tax. People think you just show up to work for two hours and the game comes out. Absolutely not. Um, Swab estimated that after cost, Taylor would have cleared about half the amount that she was offered. And she, he said that he can sympathize with her situation. You get a, a few thousand pounds to play a league character and then the video game makes $700 million. You know, how does that make you feel when you've created this role? You know, you know she's the one that kind of created that character to help in a way. Uh, famous Hollywood actors recited to provide voices for games, such as Keanu Reeves, who started in Cyberpunk, has paid much, well, you know, he was paid much more. Uh, one agent gave an example of, I think is like 100000 for a four-hour recording session. Um, I think it's like a 100,000 euro for a recording session. Uh, Site Global, one of the outsourcing companies that provides voiceovers for game video games, pays on a tiered system that the actors describe as insulting and discriminatory. Uh, in the guidelines documents seen by The Guardian, the company sets out a criteria for different tiers. Tier 1, which pays... Uh, 250 an hour plus a $500 buyout per fee per job described and, and superstars the voiceovers and stuff they're not why nothing that the client budges you know be able to change much anything like that um, Jesus kind of just taking back in Jesus I kind of hit the first article in the news they're talking about these uh, underplayed uh, voice actors and this girl she's only was offered $4,000 for her lead role in Bayonetta where the game made like 450 million and she's like the amount of hours I put it in stuff. It's just, it's just not a fair, like what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. You're muted. I think. Yeah. No, what I don't get though, is the fact that like, all right, you were offered that much, you rejected it, but why are you wanting people to boycott the game? I mean, 
at the end of the day, like a lot of other people worked on the game. Not that's, just the that, voice that, actors. That is true. You know, like there's other people, you know, that's going to affect the voice, them. Yeah, the voice actors, I mean, yeah, they do the, the, the characters of the game or whatever. But at the same time, like. The animators you know, and the, the graphic animators, designers. Yeah. Whatever. All of them work on the game too, you know, and they got to get paid. I mean, why boycott the game just because you didn't get the fucking role? Like, okay. Or, or, well, or the pay or whatever you that you wanted. Yeah, and right, I understand, yeah, yeah 4000 is not a lot of money for probably the work that they put in. But don't, I, I don't know, like you said, uh, and to encourage people to boycott the game, you're, you're just hurting everybody else that worked on that game, like you yeah, said. Yeah, literally, yeah. So I, I don't agree with that statement, you know, it's whatever. Like, yeah, you rejected it. That's on you, you know. And uh, whatever, you know, like, do your thing like maybe next time try to negotiate try to say all right give me this much instead you know um yeah but uh moving on jesus uh mcdonald tracer skins huh so what we got here we got overwatch 2 mcdonald's promotion offers customers an epic tracer skin jesus there you go yeah uh and overwatch 2 Promotion is currently available at the Australian McDonald's restaurant. Oh, this is like Australian only or what? Yeah. Uh, the promotion includes bespoke Overwatch 2 packaging for the meals. Jesus. And yeah. entitles customers to an epic tracer lighting skin. Are you going to like... We need we need to send oh. Gunny over to Australia. <laughs> he's he's our, Australian, our Australian expert. That's where he's... Actually, guys, that's where he's at right now. We we he's didn't want to tell buying, you, he's over there picking up chicken meals, happy meals, <laughs> and, and he's gonna get us some codes, and we're we're gonna <laughs> have some tracer skins when he comes back, and that's why Jesus yeah. and I have not played Overwatch two yet. We've been kind of waiting, you know. We want to get <laughs> we want to get this elite tracer skin, but uh, yeah, it's cool though. Uh, uh, yeah, hopefully they bring it to more countries, but who knows? I mean, right now they're doing in the U.S. the whole. Uh, whatever like halloween things or whatever so we'll see interesting but yeah that's good times you want that trace um, i guess yeah another news the callista protocol so as a recent news i don't know if you heard this mail but that a game uh gotham knights that just came out mm-hmm. will not support 60 fps on consoles i i have heard this it's only um 30 FPS on the new consoles, even even like the PS5 and the Series X. Um, it, they're saying that in like the performance to, mode, right? Like when you go to performance mode where you've always had that kind of that option to say like 120 there, hertz. There, is, lower, there is no. Yeah, there's no. There is no performance mode in this. They, they, they just don't even have that performance mode. Anyways, Callisto Protocol came out on, t- on Twitter the other day, yesterday actually, and they said, uh, we would like to inform everyone or love to inform you all that we will be shipping globally on December 2nd. And yes, we will have a 60 frames per second performance mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome of them. Yeah. So they came out kind of, they're kind of throwing shade on, uh, on uh, that game. That game looks cool, man. Callisto Protocol. Isn't these the guys that made um, PUBG? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Oh, I think I it is them. Blue Hole? 
was the original other name? I know they changed the name a couple times, so. Uh, developer Striking Distance Studios. I don't know who. Yeah, Blue Hole is the publisher. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they, Striking Distance is a studio with PUBG Corporation, which is Blue Hole. So, yeah. Which is now called PUBG Studios, which is weird. And what a name, right? Like, let's, let's base our studio name off of one game that was like a hit, I guess. But it's just kind of weird. They probably made, probably made so much money off that one game. And they're still probably making money off that one game. There's yeah. people, people still playing that game a lot. Um, but yeah, Callisto Protocol looks really good. Like, I'm not into horror games, dude. But I might have to pick this up, I think. It looks really cool. Nice. I, I was actually talking to Gunny about that. Um, we were talking about Scorn coming out. And I'm just not really yeah. into horror games either. But, but like the one horror game I will play, he said the same exact thing as like Resident Evil for some reason. I don't know if it's because there's a more mix of action or whatever or not, but yeah. I'm just not into the like horror genre. Uh, so it's just I hate really, really not for me. Man. I, I hate that. I, I don't mind that kind of stuff. Like I, I'm completely fine with it. Like I don't watch horror movies. I don't, and I don't really play like horror type games. I don't know why. It just it's something I don't get into. Like I don't. It just I don't know. It just yeah. they don't even bother me at all or anything like that. It just I just don't do them. Like I even like you know it, it really like this time of years. But I, I'm assuming it's the same way everywhere in the country. But like because of Halloween, uh, there's a lot of haunted houses here in Ohio, and yeah. they do a lot of there's some big events and stuff like that and. People get all excited to go to them. And I'm like, I kind of just kind of care less, you know. I'm like, there's a really big and it seems cool. Like the idea is cool, but yeah, I mean, there's some really big one in Columbus. I see, like, it's even advertised on TikTok. I can't remember. It's like something in, in downtown Columbus. It's like Fear Fear Factory or something like that. And it's supposed to be like really good, like like Hollywood animation type stuff going on and uh yeah. i'm actually kind of curious now what it was called because they do that here in oregon too in, in portland they got like fear something fear factory fear fear street fear some shit but yeah, anyways yeah i'm not a big like horror movies for me man it's kind of weird they don't really ever scare me i don't know because in my head i know it's a movie and i'm like this is not real <laughs> so like my head right. is triggered. Like my literally, like I can watch a horror film, and I'm like, whatever. Like this is kind of like, whatever. You know what actually scares me, like a lot more than a horror film is like sometimes like those uh, thriller films, like like shit where people get kidnapped and shit. Cause I'm like, that can really happen. Like the psychological thrillers, or like like uh... yeah, I'm like that can really fucking happen. Like I could be out driving in the road one night. And some motherfucker cuts me off and crashes into me or something, and I have to stop. Right. And next thing you know, they're coming out with guns and kidnapping me and taking me to the woods somewhere in the shed and cutting my arms off or something. Like, that can happen, motherfucker. You know? Living out here in Oregon, there's a lot of fucking back roads and shit I drive on sometimes. And I'm back there, and I'm like, man, there's nobody. I haven't seen a car for, like, 30 minutes. That means if my car breaks down out here, I... I better have cell phone service or I'm fucked. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one, there's, I haven't seen a cop for miles. I haven't could, seen no other car. Could you imagine, Jesus, back in the days when we had cell phones? 
you, know, you go back yeah like 30, what do you do years, like, go back 30 yeah, years yeah like you you're just broken down on a fucking highway in the middle of nowhere and back then it was probably even more like scarce you know like less people on the roads and shit you know yeah like i could not imagine i would be scared as fuck dude i would be like holy fucking shit what do you what do you do think about it you're in the middle because this happened to me remember I've texted you a few times where I'm stuck out in the gravel road. My oh, fucking yeah. car ran. I ran into a ditch because I was stupid. I wasn't paying attention or something. I mean, that happened to me this year, right? Remember, mm-hmm. it was like one in the morning. I'm out there driving. I ran into a ditch on this gravel road in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, bro, I just had to call a tow truck. And I'm waiting out here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You're like, like you're imagine, like, yeah, I can't remember what it was. You you're imagine, you yeah. I'm like, I was out in the middle of nowhere, literally. And I ran into a ditch and I couldn't get out. Like, luckily I had cell phone service where I could ping, call the tow truck, call my insurance and fucking like ping my location and text it to the driver and say, Hey bro, I'm like right here. Like this is my location. Just drive to this point. And he was able to get there. But can you imagine if I did not have a cell phone? Like, what would I have done in that situation? Walk like miles to the main highway and hopefully a car drives by that'll stop for me in the middle of the night? Right. Like, no way, dude. Like, 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 like no fucking way. So, yeah, uh, that's more scary to me than, than whatever the fuck is this, you know, like horror movies and shit. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This game looks kind of cool. It looks like an action game. It looks kind of cool to me. Uh, but yeah, let's move on here in the morning. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 launch. It's coming. That comes next week. This uh, this this is a roadmap, man. I got a roadmap for you. Okay, good. Uh, so hold on here. My link's not working. Actually, unfortunately. Oh, there it goes. Oh, boom. We got it. Okay. Okay, so Modern Warfare 2, the campaign early access preload begins today, October 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific time on all platforms. So you can preload right now. Well, actually, yeah, right now. Yep. Uh, the early access for the campaign begins tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific time on all platforms. You can preload the full game starting today on Xbox at 10 a.m. Uh, today on PlayStation at 4 a.m. And uh, on PC, October 26th at 10 a.m. Gotta wait a week. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 preseason is October 28th to November 15th. Warzone 2.0, the DMZ and the Battle Royale modes will launch alongside Modern Warfare 2 Season 1. That comes November 16th. Uh, season 1 Reloaded introduces raids. Uh, that comes December 16th. So, this is obviously going to come with the campaign. This is the next chapter of the Modern Warfare story, Mayo. Continuing the story from Modern Warfare in 2019. Uh, this is obviously going to have multiplayer, 12 unique modes at launch, 10 traditional modes, and 2 ground war modes on battle map special. It's going to have special ops, 3 missions at launch, all taking place on Al-Mazar. al Mazra. <laughs> Whatever the fuck, it's like a fictional country they made up. <laughs> uh, there's a... <laughs> uh, so, some of what's shared across Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer spec ops, Warzone 2.0 when it launches, includes 25 operators at launch, 
18 can be unlocked during the Modern Warfare preseason. More than 30 weapon platforms at launch for more than 50 unique weapons. Vault owners will gain access to the FJX Cinder Vault weapon. And uh, gameplay mechanics shared between all games within the Modern Warfare 2 universe. It's going to have Ricochet Anti-Cheat, which is a new anti-cheat system they're moving to from whatever they're using now. Uh, they're saying that it's going to be better, supposedly, for anti-cheat. Uh, Twitch drops will begin October 28th through November 5th, and there will be COD Shop gear. That's right. Oh, look at um, that. Got to make that money. That's right. Let's look here. Uh, for the PC, official requirements for the PC are... Dun, dun, dun. To play minimum, you will need an Intel Core i3, Core i5, or AMD Ryzen 3. You need at least 8 gigs of RAM, 72 gigs of free space on your hard drive. And uh, for your high-res assets cache, you will need 32 gigs. Uh, you will need a GTX 3 or 960 or an AMD Radeon RX 470 graphics card. You're with at least two gigs of video memory. And uh, the recommended is, of course, a GTX 1060 or AMD Radeon RX 580 with four gigs of video RAM. And uh, I, Intel Core i5 or AMD Ryzen 5. Um, for the competitive, they say, you need an Intel Core i7 or an AMD Ryzen 7 1800X, 16 gigs of RAM, 72 gigs at launch for free space, 32 gigs of high-risk cash, and um, you need a 3060 Ti or an AMD Radeon RX 570 or 5700 XT with 8 gigs of video RAM. To play this game at Ultra 4K, you need an Intel Core i9-9900K or a Ryzen 9 3900X, 16 gigs of RAM, up to 64 gigs of high-res assets cache. You need an RTX 3080 or higher with an AMD Radeon RX 6800 XT with 16 gigs of video memory. So these are all the specs for it. Uh, so there's that. Most people will be able to play this game pretty well. I mean, on the beta, I didn't have any issues myself playing it. Um, yeah, it ran really so. well on my PC, but you know, we pretty much have the same graphics card yeah. and setup but uh uh when evan was playing here quite a bit he bought the game so he was playing it and uh it ran it looked like it ran pretty good i can't remember what the frame rate was but it was it was it was running pretty smooth it, and it looked really good yeah i look i'm so hyped for that game dude i'm gonna i'm gonna download right now if we're done and i'm gonna fucking play the fuck out of this tomorrow nice i'm gonna play the campaign so much yeah, I should actually I should pick it up because I kind of planned on picking it up, so I, but I haven't yeah. yet. Um, I bought the uh, the vault edition. I just bought. I knew I was gonna play the fuck out of it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I might as well just buy the hundred dollar version. I'm gonna play the fuck out of this game anyways. Um, anyways, a Plague Tale Requiem is out. There is a new game plus mode in this game. Oh, nice. So I, mean, I don't know if I'd play it twice, but yeah. Contrary to the first game, a Plague Tale Requiem does have a new game plus mode that is unlocked once you complete it on any difficulty level mail. New game plus in this game 
is similar to many other New Game Plus and other games. You get to keep all your collectibles, your codex items you found on your first playthrough, as well as all your upgrades and your skills you've unlocked. However, unlike a lot of other titles, this mode is locked to the new Ultimate difficulty level, which is also unlocked after you complete the game for the first time. That means that you will not be able to play on any lower difficulties, and uh, with the new difficulty level, players will find a higher level of challenges with enemies that are smarter and deal more damage. They can detect players a lot more easily, and it only takes about two hits for the players to die. <laughs> so uh, there's that. I mean, that game is so, um, you know, the original one is a lot, you know, it's a lot of stealth. And, uh, yeah. And I wasn't, I'm not even a fan of stealth games. That's a crazy thing. It just kind of tells me, like, this game was so good the first one. I, I just fell in love with it. And I, don't have, and I don't even like stealth games. It's so weird. Like, it just, it I never finished me. the first one. Should I just, how long is the first one? It's not very long at all. I, I It didn't take me long to beat it. I don't, what is the time to beat? I'm going to try to look it up because it, I thought it was really short. Hmm. Um, I want to say eight, eight hours, I want to say. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just kind of just throwing that out there, but, uh, that's 15, 15 to 20 hours. Was it? Wow. Okay. The new one or the first one, the first the, one? The first? Oh no, this is the new one. Okay. No, Plague okay. Tale Innocence is main story is 10 and a half hours. Okay. There we go. No, not horrible. Um, yeah, no, not terrible at all. I, I enjoyed my playthrough cause it does kind of change up. Uh, you know, you have like two main characters and, each character kind of plays a little different, so it kind of goes back and forth. So it yeah. um, has its moments. You know, it's got a lot of puzzle stuff in it. So that's probably the only drawback. I'm not big into puzzles things either. But again, for some reason, I, I really stuck with that game. I really enjoyed the story. I thought it was really interesting with the rats and everything, kind of like that dark feel to it and stuff. And you kept getting more and more powerful as you go. So I'm I'm anxious to play the new one though. It's been a while. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that maybe I like. I'm not as excited about it. Like I really, really enjoyed the first one, but it's been a while now. I kind of forgot what some of the story was and and what things, you know, like how things worked. But I'm sure kind of come back to me when I jump back in. In other news, uh, we're look, taking a look now at the Dual Sense. Okay, this is a new controller mail. Always, the dual sense, the dual sense edge. This is the new controller from PlayStation, available for pre-order now, releasing early next year. You can buy the dual set, dual sense edge for two hundred dollars, one ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, Microsoft's Elite Core controller costs one hundred and thirty dollars. You can buy the controller and the case for one hundred and eighty. Um, says here, uh. Pretty much, the the buttons are remappable on, on both controllers, and they both have a quick swap feature for the profiles you set. The DualSense Edge will let you adjust your stick sensitivity, stick dead zones, and trigger dead zones on top of vibration intensity. Uh, you also get the same features with the Elite Controller, and uh, so you can customize those via the Xbox controller app on your PC. Both controllers will come with three options for the trigger locks, and they're placed on the same position in both controllers. Uh, you can have a short pull, or medium, or, or, or like longer pull or whatever. Uh, Xbox offering offers the option to adjust the tension of the thumbsticks, which isn't available on the PlayStation offering 
On the other hand, the DualSense will let you replace the whole stick module, which means that drifting or damaged stick won't be a massive problem because you could just replace it. Another sizable difference is that the DualSense Edge only has two mappable buttons on the back, while the Elite has four paddles. And uh, so there's that. And uh, yeah, so $199.99. I'm still one of these guys um, that, that doesn't have one of these Elite controllers or whatever. I, and I see them and I'm like, man, I should just get one. Then I look at the price. I'm I like, need a new I, one. I'm like, I just feel like I, it's, need... I know it's not expensive. But I feel like it is sometimes. I like you know, one seventy nine for the for the full version. I'm like, Let me tell you something, Mel. This controller, but it is feels the good. Best controller I've ever had. Like this metal one. When I play with this one on my PC, it feels good. It feels it, like metal. And it's I, heavy. Yeah. It's premium shit. I go to my Xbox in my bedroom and pick up that flimsy ass hobo plastic. ass. You, you can feel plastic yeah. trash fucking controller. I want to throw that shit out the window. I want to flush it down the toilet. It's a hobo-ass controller. Get an Elite. Be a man. Get yeah, an Elite, man. Yeah, I, I need to. I bet you this... Hopefully the DualSense Edge or whatever, hopefully it's made out of metal. Because if it's made out of plastic... It won't like that's, feel as well. That's some hobo shit. But if it's made out of fucking metal, it'll feel good. Oh, man. Oh, that'll feel so good. So good anyway. Big metal controller, like yeah. a man. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, the MetaQuest Pro is coming, mail. Okay. Priced at fourteen hundred ninety-nine dollars. Fourteen hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's, that's all. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what are we getting? What are we getting for this? Uh, Let me tell 14- you. You're getting some. Almost $1,500? You're getting high-performance hardware with great hardware, 10 advanced VR and MR sensors, spatial audio, 256 gigs of storage, 12 gigs of RAM, and a Snapdragon XR2 Plus processor that delivers 50% more power for better performance mayo. Well, I hear Snapdragon right right away. I just think of cell phone power. (laughs) And then 250 gig does not sound that big to me. Listen, listen, listen. You can't put Call of Duty on it. I know it's not a a game for Call of Duty. Listen, next-gen optics. You immediately notice better visual quality. They've slimmed down the optical stack by over 40% male compared to the Quest 2 using their innovative patented pancake lens and optics technology which works by folding light inside the optical module mayo advanced vr lcd display technology that provides 30 percent greater percent of pixels per inch and a 1.3 times larger color gamut that provides more vibrant colors to deliver more engaging vr experiences Uh, that's a lot of big words yeah it is (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good job uh, reading that, me. Jesus. Uh, 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 includes three cameras and their controllers and a Snapdragon 662 mobile processor per controller mail for 360-degree range of motion in your virtual space through touch haptic feedback and precision pinch creates a more intuitive VR feel. Up to eight hours of controller battery life. Battery battery life will vary by your usage. 
And uh, it says here, full color mixed reality with resolution four times higher compared to the Quest 2 will let you work, create, and collaborate in the virtual world while staying present in the physical world, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this comes with a companion charging dock with a rapid USB-C power adapter, which will keep your headset and controllers charged. So when creativity strikes, you'll be ready to bring your ideas to life. MetaQuest Pro can also be charged while using while using it with the two-meter charging cable and a cable clip, clip included with each MetaQuest Pro. That's right. Okay, and, and uh, let's go to the frequently asked questions. What are your requirements to use the MetaQuest Pro, you may ask, man? Well, you will need a Meta account, which lets you separate your VR profile from other social profiles, allowing you to maintain any gamer tag and persona you like to bring with you to VR. You will need the MetaQuest mobile app for this. Uh, you need at least Apple iOS 10 Plus or Android 5.0 Plus. And um, uh, let's see here. Additional launch accessories for purchase. You can also buy the MetaQuest Pro Compact Charging Dock or the MetaQuest Pro VR Earphones or the in-case carry case for MetaQuest Pro. Purchasing the MetaQuest Pro. You can purchase it in different retailers. Anyways, what the fuck is MetaQuest Pro? <laughs> Are you excited? Are you excited for MetaQuest Pro? No, I'm not, honestly. Let me, let me read an article here that says this guy tried the MetaQuest Pro Mayo and he saw the best of the is, metaverse. Is, is he going to excite me? Okay. Okay. All right. What we got? Yes. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, uh, no, this, this is a pretty boring article. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm at it, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if I can get excited about VR. Like, is this, VR is so weird to me. I, I don't get it and I don't understand myself for it because... It's like when when I'm in it and I'm playing it, and we've all said this. It's fun. We're like, why don't I do this shit more often? But but the the getting into it, getting into it is the dude. I have mine. Literally, it's like a block. It's been, sitting, it's been sitting here for months, and I don't use it. Right, I, I'm the same way. I don't use it because I don't want to use it. I'm like, I don't want to plug this fucker in. I don't want to charge a controller batteries. Yep. I don't want to. Literally, my batteries uh, are six feet from me, sitting there in an open box. Yeah, and yep, mine too. It's on the fucking shelf, just sitting there. Just My battery, there. I have batteries in there that are charged, they're ready to go. It, I just got to plug Nothing. it into the back of my computer. That's all I got to do. I don't want to play Half-Life, Alex. I don't want to play nothing on there. There's nothing that I want to play on there at all. And like, every time that I've launched it is the same games on the fucking Oculus Store that have been there since day one. Right. With a few exceptions of a few new ones. And I... I don't know who's playing this shit. Like, who's playing Pavlov VR? Who was playing that in our community? There was some, um, was who, it Porkchop who? I think it was Porkchop who was playing a lot of Pavlov VR. He was really enjoying it. I don't know if he who's does anymore. Playing, who's playing anything in VR? There's like that Battle Royale game. There's that. There's a whole Battle Royale game in VR. I don't know anyone who's playing it. Yeah, me either. I mean, you think World War Three is dead. Those games are fucking dead. <laughs> like the only cool experiences in VR are solo games by yourself, and like, do you really want to do all that? Like, it's it's work. Okay, listen, 
listen, playing in VR is work, Mayo. That's it the is. hard it, part that, of it. That is. You are because you're literally moving around in the world. You're literally moving your arms. It's like work. You're like legit picking up the guns, picking up the weapons, moving around your arms everywhere. It's like you're actually there moving around sort of with the little weird <laughs> like it's kind of gimmicky sometimes it's kind of weird oh yeah but sometimes it works but it's like you're actually there and it's actually like work man like you got to move your head around when you're playing a game you're just kind of just chilling you know you're looking at the screen you're just chilling you're like oh, i'm kicking back i'm mousing keyboard with my controller whatever playing this game is fun it's easy but no like when you're fucking like in vr it's like no bro you gotta reach for that grenade you gotta like Find it on your body, reach for it, grab it. Throw yeah, it. When you gotta, yeah, when you gotta reload your gun, you gotta fucking, like, find where your stupid fucking magazine is. Alright, now you gotta, like, press the little thing, take the other one out, put the new one in, cock the gun back. Like, oh, man, like, it's so much work. It's, it's so much work. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I feel like I, they go too much in the immersion. They just need something that's just straight up, like... I, I can't press X and just, like, Reload? Like, no, you gotta do all this all this extra shit to get in here. I just feel like the games that have been best have been, you know, you steal your Beat Saber, um, a couple yeah. ra racing games, uh, your Tetris Effect. Those games kind of have been out for a while, but there hasn't really been... I really liked a couple of the uh, like the platformers. Um, what was it, like Moss and a couple of those Astrobot. Astro, I did not play Astrobot, but like Moss and those were really good. I know Astrobot was very popular on the on the Astrobot was VR. cool as fuck. That and, shit was cool as fuck. And I don't think you know. And we've said uh, a lot of people have said it, and they know. But like, uh, if Nintendo would come out with something like that, maybe I, that shit would take off. Give me Mario VR. Yeah, bro. Mario VR is just like gold. And, I'm in it. I'm and, in it, motherfucker. Give me Mario. Mario VR. I'm running around as Mario platforming, and like I could look around the map and like move my head around to see like maybe oh i can make him jump over here or like right there's a secret area over here I can oh can you imagine how you know they've they've always been so good about their secret areas and, and creativity oh there. you'd be you could find some cool like secret areas by moving your head around or whatever like looking around yeah. the thing like you, give me mario and like uh you could even do it to where you have him like in the front view like a side view and then you can like stand up and look over the map and like Right. See the back of the map and like, oh, there's a hidden area over here. I can make him jump over here and get over here somehow. It's that like look at, looking cool. down like a giant like play set, like yeah, a toy like train a, yeah, set. Exactly. Like you're looking down, yeah. you're just seeing the world. And you could, and you know, people at Nintendo have to be thinking of that. You know what I mean? And it's so yeah, weird that they haven't to. gone that direction at all. I just feel like it seems so It's obvious. just Nintendo. Nintendo is so Nintendo. They're like... No, we cannot let Mario be on anything else. Like it has to be ours. If we let it go on but Steam, it, but why don't they we're losing one. Mario. You know what I mean? Why don't they make their own? Because it just seems like it's such a good idea. It could, it could. They, and you know, it would sell like a motherfucker if they made it. And VR. So, they, and, they sell anything. They, they, the fuckers can make anything and they'll sell it. They sold fucking cardboard for crying are out they, loud. I mean, are they scared because <laughs> the Virtual Boy was such a fucking flop? <laughs> are they like scared to do one again because that thing died? You know. Those guys could sell anything and they'll make money, so they could fucking legit make one. But like this thing costs four hundred dollars, and people would fucking buy it. People I mean, would be like, I mean, look, they were they, were they were selling us cardboard, Jesus. They were selling us cardboard kits that we Listen, attached strings right to now. and <laughs> played a game, and we people bought that. People but yeah, they're like, oh no, we can't make a VR game. You know, we don't want to do VR Mario. That. 
People bought that fucking ring thing to like work out. People people will buy right. dumb shit for Nintendo. And listen, Nintendo can sell you anything, man. They could sell you a fucking TV if it has Mario in it. And really? people would buy that TV. You know, but you know, we can talk on Nintendo sometimes, but you know, the things that Nintendo does sometimes, they 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 actually kind of go out there. You know, look at look at the Mario they Kart. Do. Um I actually seen it the other day in a store that Mario Kart Homefront, remember? It came with a little radio controlled car and it gives you like a view on the on their TV like of that car cuz it has a camera and yeah. stuff in it. They had that on clearance for like 60 bucks. It was normally like 100. I thought about picking yeah. it up actually. I was kind of like, I, I, maybe I should just pick that yeah, up. Can but... you set up like a virtual track in your house or something? Yeah, you set up like a track around. in your house and it like shows it on your screen and stuff. It looked actually kind of like it was a cool idea. They come up with cool ideas and things like that. You know, not necessarily for everybody, but like I said, that Labo, that that step where there's all in the cardboard box where you build your own VR little thing and <laughs> They had other that little backpack thing, you know, and it had like strings connected to it. So when you moved your arm, it it did one thing and it did this and that, you know, like that that shit was kind of cool and creative. But yet we're not yeah. gonna make a VR Mario, you know. We don't want to do no, that. Fuck you know? No, we no. know the world wants that shit. Yeah, and like you said, I think the I think people would go nuts if if VR. If I was a VR company, or if I really wanted to push, like if I was like Facebook, I would be all over Nintendo. I'd be like. Come on, let's work together and get this done. Could you imagine if Meta? That's what they need. Up, they need something like that. Yeah. And Nintendo didn't even have to do anything except for like help license it and stuff like that. And they started making like a Mario VR game. That shit would just propel Meta. People would. Be would. People wouldn't care then. You know. You know what get for? Oh, it's fifteen hundred bucks. It's cheap. I got six of them <laughs> for my five kids at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dude, that's a fucking value right there. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, but they, yeah, I just feel like it needs to happen. I, I don't they, know why. They, I agree with you. They really need to make a VR platform game like a Mario, just a Mario. Even VR like Mario Kart would be sick as fuck. Can you imagine being inside the little Mario Kart thing and like being able to like grab the shells and throw them at people as you're driving right, by them? Right, or, like, or as you're driving, like, you see a shell yeah. flying at you. You're like, oh, whoa. You know, no, like you, you like you grab the bananas and like throw them out. <laughs> like, fuck you, and you're, the you're racing out. and you see those giant what do they call them, like thumps and things that drop down from the sky yeah. and they like smash you. You're driving underneath yeah. it. And you're like, oh shit, don't smash me. You know, like that'd be crazy. yeah, that would be cool, man. That Mario Kart VR would be sick. Or a big thing of fire, like a fire rings that you kind of get to avoid. Yeah. You see this big ball of fire coming at you, and you gotta like steer around it. That'd be nuts. A Mario Zelda would be cool as fuck too, like sword fight. Like, think about it. All he does is use his stupid little shield and sword shit. Right. Run around fucking, you know, as Link running around the dungeons and like platforming and shit and like, I don't know, fighting things with your fucking sword and your little shield. And Yeah, it's crazy. It just... Why haven't they done this? Come on, Metroid. Nintendo. You, you could do a, a yeah. VR shooter in Metroid. Like... Yeah, you're the fucking running around with your suit and you're fucking you shooting Samus, shit. Right. You could have like a yeah. HUD... So, like, in your VR, you would see, like, yeah. stuff on the side of your HUD, and you could do, like, visual effects, like, you know, like how the, what was that one old uh, Metroid game that was really popular? Um, I never oh. played. I can't remember. I, it was, like, one of the first more 3D ones. I can't uh, I think of the name. I never played it, but it was really, really good. Oh, gosh. I don't know if you're looking it up over there, but there was a, a Metroid game in uh, 
There's a lot of Metroid games. Yes, yes, I know this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't side school like the old traditional like first couple of Metroids, but they went with like a 3D shooter one, and I I can't I want to say it was for like the GameCube, but uh, but Metroid anyhow, Prime. Maybe yeah, maybe it was Prime. But so you know, it came out in 2002. Yeah, something. But you could do something like that if you could do like a 3D world Metroid game. There'd be a shooter. Yeah. Kind of fun. So I don't know. I, you know a I lot of cool shit. It. Nintendo can do a lot of cool shit, and people would buy it because it has Nintendo's name on Jesus. it. That's it. Po- Pokemon, a VR yeah. Pokemon game. Could you imagine like walking around the environment yeah. and finding Pokemon? Like I want to catch a motherfucking screw, Pikachu in VR, bitch. Screw Pokemon. Screw Pokemon VR. Screw yeah. walking around in public because it's cold outside yeah. right now. It's I'll, winter. I'll Pokemon Go. Pokemon oh. Go is trash. Ohio winter. Let me screw that. Let you me strap on my MetaQuest and run around the streets. Yeah. Wearing my MetaQuest. In a made up Pokemon world. <laughs> Could you imagine walking around the Pokemon worlds? So these people that are hardcore Pokemon people. They would. They would yeah, they, they could. Would, they would, them games are Walking into like, people having like a big ass battle in like a big ass gym stadium and like being able to like be in this big stadium and you got all these people fucking yelling and cheering for you and shit and you're like in there with your big ass Charizard and shit about a fuck up of fucking Blastoise or whatever. That'd like, be yeah, cool. You, you have like a little menu system and you boy, you'd have like, like a giant virtual Pikachu beside you or whatever. Yeah. And you can see like the effects. That'd be awesome. Nintendo. I want Pokemon. I want Pokemon VR now. We we should we should fuck, uh, we should get some resumes Pokemon together, VR. Jesus, and start messaging. I'm gonna go work for like, Nintendo. go work for Nintendo and start making VR. I'm gonna be the executive producer for the new fucking Pokemon VR game. That that, that would be lit. I mean, it really would. What have you worked on before, Jesus? Nothing. <laughs> right. I, I did a video game podcast. And now I'm making Pokemon VR, bitch. We're making it happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the sick guys, though. The Pokemon. guys at Nintendo would be like, "Oh yes, Jesus, we never thought of that." <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, Pokemon that. VR, Pokemon VR would be like the fucking coolest thing ever, dude. They yeah. wouldn't even need to sell anything. They could just make a Pokemon VR headset. Be like, all this thing runs is Pokemon VR. Right. This is it. That's <laughs> all it does. It doesn't do anything else, guys. It's just the Pokemon VR headset, and they would sell. That a billion of those fucking you're, things. You're on to something, Jesus. You know why? Because that is so Nintendo. They could just sell <laughs> one of each. They could be like Pokemon VR, Mario Kart <laughs> VR, Mario VR. You just have to buy a new unit every time. You know, and, and they would sell it. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> just buy a new one every time. All right, motherfucker. You want to play Mario Kart? You got to buy the new one. Next Christmas, it would be like top selling consoles. Mario Kart VR, Mario VR, Pokemon <laughs> VR, PS5, you know, Xbox, and then the Switch. You know, that's what it would be, too. Like, it would be nuts. And people would be fighting for them, you know? People would. I'd, I'd punch a little kid for a Pokemon VR headset. I'm just saying. You would. I could see you doing it. You'd be like, I give would. me that, give me that a, shit. Like, I'll, you would straight up three, 300 and just kick him. You just be like. Yeah, drop kick that little fucker to give me that VR headset, bro. Like, I'm doing it. I, you know, like, Pokemon VR would be sick. I know Evan would, too. I know he's a Pokemon Oh, fan. yeah. You know Evan would be out there drop-kicking little kids, too. He he actually, I, I, I probably speak for Evan a little bit. I was just talking to him He uh, yesterday. He finally got all the Pokemons, I don't know, but like in the Pokedex. I'm not sure, like, how that works, if it's just that one game or whatever. But he finally got the last ones he needed. He's excited. So he 
<laughs> has everything. I think he's a he's a Pokemon master now. He is now the Elden Pokemon Lord or whatever we want to call it. We're gonna mix it with Elden Ring over there for Bill, but. So, so Evan, he's going to have some kind of title here soon. I can feel it coming that he's going to be the new Pokemon Lord. So all yeah. things Pokemon, we're going to have to ask. Shirt pockets. Nice. Well, like I said, you know, they could do it. They should do it. That would be cool as fuck. A Pokemon VR game would be lit, dude. I, I'd be all on that even, shit. Like you said, even like the Mario Kart. Like the Mario Kart actually sounds like a really fun idea too. Like I said, that'd be yeah. kind of surreal with the big things falling down on you or trying to avoid stuff a shelf lying at you and stuff like that it just sounds like it'd be a good idea i mean the, them games seem yeah. prime them games seem prime for it like all their games are they're they're big titles like you, you said the zelda like, it seems prime for and, it. Fucking, and it doesn't seem like you would need like that much of like big hardware to run that shit right you don't need a 4090 ti to run fucking mario kart like make that shit cartoony all right, right no one's right. gonna give a fuck yeah really i mean uh, you don't. No one expects it to be hyper realistic graphics. Just make it cartoony as fuck, and fun, and that's all that matters, dude. Like, that's that's literally it. Like, that's all that matters. I mean, just make it cartoony and fun. Fun is what matters more than graphics. Is fun, dude. I think developers are forgetting that these days. Like, for example, look at Gotham Knights. You know, like like. I feel like a lot of these developers are pushing graphics a lot, oh, yeah, and they don't know sure. how to optimize their game. They forget that a lot of games don't really need to look that great. We we're kind of. I feel like we reached an expectation that we could be happy with, like when we got Red Dead Two. Yeah. Or, you know, like think about Red Dead Redemption Two. If they came out today, would we be sitting here talking about, oh, that game looks like trash, oh, that game doesn't look good enough, it doesn't look like a twenty. Fuck no, that game still beats games today that come out. That yeah. game still looks better in details, and the the little fine details they put in that game can still still looks better than some games that are coming out nowadays. I mean, look at Saints Row, that new Saints Row that came out. That shit looks like a 360 game. Yeah, that's you know, compare that compare that to Red Dead Redemption too. Like, just think about that now. So it looks like we we reached the the almost like the peak of graphics, and it seems like developers are trying to push it more and more and more. But it's like, nah, all right, fuck that. Like, make your games fun. Right. Look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I feel that's what we lost like, in some if, games. It's like yeah, like when like I was some of these younger know how to do it. and getting into these Nintendo games back in the day, everything felt fun and original and fresh. Yeah. Stuff doesn't feel fresh anymore. It just feels like, oh, this is a rehash of this game. Or this is kind of like this game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe it's just because I've been around the block and played so many types of games. It's not we're used to it, Jesus. But like you know, it's oh, it's another three D open world game. Like I, I, I guess I could say the same thing for Batman. Batman, the new Batman looks really good, yeah. you know. But I played all the other Batmans. How much different is it going to be? Well, well, this one doesn't have Batman in it. This right, awesome right. It's got the uh, is it like Nightwing? Bat and Batman all apparently yeah. Batman dies in that game. <laughs> like he got killed somehow, and now all the other superheroes have to run around Gotham yeah. fucking people up. So, I mean, that game looks good, but it's the same kind of concept as the other Batman games, I think. Right? So, yeah. So it's like there's no originality there, you know, really. Maybe they'll tweak some things here and there. But need, like you said, graphics, it's all about ray tracing now. And ray tracing is cool, but it's just like a a thing, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily like something I'm looking for in a game. It's yeah. A, it's a nice little side. You remember perk, when uh, 
But you remember when HDR was the rage? When HDR was the next thing? Yeah. Back in like twenty, was it like twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen? When HDR started coming out on games, and like TV started using HDR, and people were like, "Oh my God, HDR changes everything. HDR is the f-. like, dude, who the fuck care? I got, I, I really don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I have HDR on my monitor and on my TVs, and it's like, yeah, the colors look better, but, like, does, right, right, right. does it really change much? You know, like, yeah, yeah ray, tracing, ray tracing makes games look more realistic because the lighting looks more real or whatever, but, like, really in Cyberpunk, if I turn it on and off, I'm like, whatever, if, the game still you, looks if, fucking if, if good you leave without it, it on. And play it a little bit without it off, you're like, this game looks good. You know, yeah, yeah. you don't even yeah, realize, you don't care. Yeah, so, like, the game doesn't weird. need it. Yeah, so, well, who knows? I know Cyberpunk right now is, like, the one game that, like, no graphics card can run really good. Even, like, I'm talking, like, they're even saying, like, 4090s, dude. They still can't run Cyberpunk at, like, max... 4k settings and shit like getting you know solid like frame rates like really good frame rates they just can't like that game is like the new crisis yeah <laughs> you know like like we just we'll see whenever the fuck they optimize it enough and like they even recently cyberpunk pushed out a new update that adds even like more ray tracing to the game or whatever and like apparently that really is like impossible to run on like some cards like me dude I, like playing cyberpunk i try to fuck around and turn on ray tracing but my shit on certain, I know, like, right? like it would run like at 40 frames maybe maybe 35 when it would go into a cutscene when shit was wild and cutscenes were going no dude that shit would like it's like a slideshow it was like right. 20 frames 15 frames i'm like jesus dude like this is insane like this is terrible what the fuck is going on so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, last piece of news, uh, meta news. Uh, some more meta news for the metaverse. So metaverse is still a thing, Mayo. It's supposed to be the hype of the new gaming world or whatever, right? VR metaverse world, right? Um, well, unfortunately. For this new vision of Meta and their Metaverse, internal documents featured by the Wall Street Journal show disappointing results, with users and the overall gaming community not showing as much interest as Mark Zuckerberg had intentionally expected. Says here the the report mostly discusses the statistics of Meta's flagship Metaverse application, Horizon Worlds. The major takeaways are that Meta's flagship Metaverse. Horizon Worlds is toiling hard to attract is toiling hard to attract less than half of the targeted monthly users as revealed by internal documents. According to the report, more, most players do not even visit the app after one month. Most user-created worlds are either barren or they never even visited. Less than 1% ever even create a world in the metaverse. The company has lost over $700 billion in market value since its pinnacle in September of 2021. Wow, that's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> As per the internal documents, Meta originally set an objective of accumulating 500,000 monthly active users for Horizon Worlds by the end of this year, Mayo. However, in a few weeks, 
the numbers seem to have dropped all the way down to 280,000 monthly users. The documents reveal that the current total was less than half the target, a mere 200,000 monthly active users. Overall, the player count has been plunging since spring of this year. Horizon Worlds has been struggling to attract and retain their users. Players do not revisit the application again after the first month. More than half of the purchased Quest headsets are also no longer used after six months of usage. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Uh, like us, you know, we don't use them. <laughs> we fit right in, don't we? Yeah, we, we are part of the statistics here. Most of Horizon World's user-created worlds are mostly barren of users. Internal statistics in the document also unveiled that only 9% of the virtual worlds built by the community are even visited by 50 or more people. Moreover, only less than 1% of players contribute to building user-created worlds. Most of the worlds never receive any users at all, leaving them des desolate and barren of any sign of life. Horizon World also does not appear to have worked out for professional purposes. When it comes to interactions, users do not take the things seriously, and they often harass other people that are trying to work. <laughs> wow. The document cites a female journal reporter visited one of Horizon's most popular virtual worlds, the Soapstone Comedy Club. It had about 20 users in it, all appearing as avatars. When the reporter introduced herself and tried to conduct an interview with the small group, one user replied, quote, You can report on me, baby. <laughs> wow. Uh, it continues, the same user then asked her to expose herself. One user who was flirting with the woman in the crowd was interrupted by what appeared to be his real-life girlfriend yelling stuff at him in the background. <laughs> he, 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 he was like one of those PlayStation controllers where it's like a, like, like a mic and he didn't realize it was on. <laughs> you know, just... He's in VR talking, trying to hit on a girl and his girlfriend's in the real world. Like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking dumbass? <sighs> the metaverse is also not lucrative like all other social media. It doesn't allow for opportunities to pursue brand endorsements, among other options like Meta's Instagram and TikTok. However, Meta funds some of the worlds with support payments, but it is not viable when the active user base is low. Virtual worlds are not the reason for the failure of Horizon Worlds, evident by the success of VR in the general area of gaming. The hard access, lack of features, and objectives appear to be a downfall for it. The metaverse appears to have adhered to a steep decline, but it does not necessarily mean it will stay that way in the future. Future updates and more features may just end up putting Horizon Worlds back in the limelight. However, a lot of enhancements need to be made for such a scenario. The company has already lost over $700 billion in market value since its apex in September of 2021. And um, yeah, so there's that. I mean, that's insane numbers. So they've lost $700 billion in a year, Mayo. And... Like, how much more money do you think Facebook or Meta or whatever is going to pump into this shit? Like, yeah, they can't pump like, too much more, God. I think. Because like, I don't, what's, I, I don't, at I don't what feel... Point, <laughs> like, at what point is Mark Zuckerberg going to be like, all right, bro, we we put in, like, $2 billion into this shit. Like, okay, we can't do this no more. Like, like no one, no one's taking this seriously. Like, people aren't, companies aren't using this to work. There's we no aren't. Real, we're not getting any hype. We're not. Nobody's in the fucking. Really... Nobody's in the metaverse. No one's in the metaverse. The metaverse is like, like right now, me and you can go in the metaverse, mayo, and probably be metaverse gods because we could just build all the metaverse worlds, 
And when the metaverse takes off, we'll be billionaires because we'll have yeah, all the metaverse world. Right. You know like, what? Maybe we should buy, do like, that. What, it was like virtual land when people like selling like virtual real <laughs> yeah. estate or something like that. Like, go in there, <laughs> Jesus, right now is the time to buy. Why are we going there? Buy, we'll buy all the worlds. And then, we'll just then, be the... and then we're going to make a bunch of money, Jesus. We're going to then go yeah. buy a Nintendo and we're going to make a real VR headset and sell Nintendo <laughs> games. <laughs> Our ultimate goal is to just buy Nintendo out. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so, we can, just like, so we can get VR Pokemon. Just for one, like the one thing we want is VR Pokemon. Out. Uh, we do all this shit just to get that. It's just crazy to me. Like, like that's a lot of money they're losing, and it seems like they don't have a lot of people staying active. I mean, they say even after one month, users don't log back into the game. Like, what, is it a game or is it a world? Whatever it is, like they don't log back into it. Yeah. So, I mean, that seems like a. Almost like a failure to me. People would say it's a failure, but I guess they're putting money into it. And the new Pro headset is coming out, fifteen hundred bucks. That thing apparently has some nifty features, man, where it tracks like your whole face. Like it tracks your eyebrows, your your like when you're blinking, the avatar will blink. When you move your mouth, when you twitch your nose, like it tracks everything on your face. Like it, it's supposed to be really good at tracking like all your facial expressions that you're making while you're using it. That's like a big feature of it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Anyways, another news. Netflix has been in the video game business for about a year now, Mayo. All right? Netflix right, is right. gaming. They're, they're, and they're, they're doubling. They're continuing to double down, I see. It says here, uh, but their third quarter financial results, they revealed this Tuesday. Currently, they have 35 games on their gaming service on Netflix Gaming, and they they have 55 more in development. They will also include more games based on their own IPs. Currently, it has games based on Stranger Things, and as well as uh, Nailed It with Baking Bash. It also has Exploding Kittens, uh, and they're developing games for all that as well. And uh, yeah, so... With 55 more games in development, including more games based on Netflix IP, we're focused in the next few years on creating hit games that will take our game initiative to the next level. More generally, we see a big opportunity around content that crosses between TV or film and games. Um, so there's that. I mean, pretty much, I hear Netflix is actually doing pretty good now. They were losing a lot of subscribers before. Apparently now they're gaining them all back. I don't know if it's because maybe they're releasing new series or like better series or something. I don't know. I canceled my Netflix after, uh, I think last month. I was like, I'm done with this shit. I don't uh, need to watch. I, I still have mine. I still had like the, the, what is it, like that premium one where you get like the ultra yeah. high def 4K stuff? Because I had that, you know, that OLED, so it looks really good with the Dolby Vision. So, but I don't watch like a ton of TV on there, but my kids do. So I just, I watch Cobra Kai. I watch I watch Cobra Kai and uh, boy, like I was I was done with that. I'm like I'm done with this shit. I heard that new Dahmer show is pretty good, but yeah, um, my my kids have watched that. They 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 were just like pretty gnarly. Um, Anyways, you know, I, 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 I will give Netflix though. Jesus is uh, my son had me actually start watching an anime, and I'm not normally an anime person, but he's like get into this okay. one. So I started watching. It's called Demon Slayer, and I kind of like the idea of it. So I, I ended up watching the first season. It's on Netflix. Well, the the second season is actually on Hulu. And Netflix kind of spoiled me when, um, 
like you know as each episode ends you can like when you the new episode starts you can skip the intro and all that yeah hulu doesn't allow that so it's kind of it kind of spoiled me like you know because netflix would be like skip the intro and i'll get right into the story you know like yeah. my hulu i have i have i still have ads on my hulu as well but like yeah. i have to go through all these ads and then it's like i get the intro then i get more ads and i'm like gosh dang it it's like 15 minutes into it and i mean i'm getting to the main plot you know but <laughs> netflix kind of spoiled me there i will give them that my daughter watched that anime she said it was pretty good demon slayer right yeah yeah, it's yeah it was, it was kind of weird it was like just like uh, about this boy who uh he leaves his house, his family for a minute. He goes to town and he comes back. This demon killed his whole family. And his sister is like uh, attacked by this demon and she was bit. And basically if you get bit, it's like a zombie, you know, they become a demon. And but there's something special about her where it's like she can, can control herself where she doesn't attack humans. And so he vows revenge and he goes out and uh, gets taught and trained to kill demons to become a demon killer. But he keeps his sister with him. So he's like vowed to kill the demons, even though his sister's a demon. And mm-hmm. she can't be out in sunlight. So he puts her in like, she's like in a wood crate and he carries her on his back. And so he's <laughs> going through the world with his sister on his back in this crate. And uh, she can only basically kind of come out at night. But he hunts down different demons and he comes across different demons that have higher powers. And there's like this special 12 demons are like closer to the main boss demon you know and you're trying to find out who he is and it's kind of neat like so you got like basically like these 12 super badass demons that are like way better than everybody else and then you have these guys that are like killers of demons they hunt them down and they have like i think they're called like the hashra there's like these hashra like these upper level fighters so they have those characters and he's learning from these guys they all have different abilities and it's actually it was actually kind of interesting to me so like i watched through the whole first season and the second story arc and now i'm getting ready to do the third story arc and i guess it's actually one of japan's most popular like they, had, they made a movie and it's basically the second season first arc story arc yeah. and it was like one of like their all-time number one grossing movie i think wow i was like holy cow I guess All right, have to check it out. so you said only the second season's on hulu because i have hulu but yeah oh, um no i think this first season's on there as well but on Netflix, oh, you only yeah you only have the very first season. But uh, yeah, I liked it. Oh, and it on on Hulu, it does it kind of weird too. So it lists every episode twice. So it says like dubbed uh, version Japanese, and Japanese, yeah, you know, dub. where like Netflix just lets you change it in the subtitle options, you know. Okay, but this yeah. will say like so it looks bigger than it is. Like the first season is like twenty six episodes. They're half hour, I think. But they'll have like fifty on there. Yeah, so like don't be like oh holy shit, you know, fifty episodes right away. It's literally because it's there's two episodes of every the one anime that i that i watched the shit out of was attack on titan and i'm on i finished all the seasons now i'm waiting for the apparently the last season comes out next year um that show is really good too man attack on titan is pretty dope but yeah it's cool it's kind of hard to get into at first but once you're into it like it's like fucking cool as shit I like yeah it's kind of like sword play type stuff so uh my my, my son and i were in myrtle beach actually um they had some st- shops there and they had like swords and stuff and they actually had a replicas of the swords from the show and uh, i bought him a replica of one of the characters uh, and so he's got this replica sword from one of the characters that's sick so that's pretty cool um another news netflix news netflix announced their new ad tier service this is gonna cost Apparently they said I think it was like what, six, six or seven dollars, yeah, probably seven dollars after tax. Six, 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 six ninety nine a month, and it will let you use one screen at a time while you're using it. So if you're logged in, you can use multiple screens at a time, only one at a time. 
Uh, and they said that there will be an average of five minutes of ads per hour that will play before, during films, before and during the films and series. Um, they will also only have lower video quality than the standard and premium plans. So I'm assuming it's like 720p or whatever. Probably. Um, also, if you have the basic with ads subscriber, you will not be able to download shows and movies on your device for offline viewing. And uh, and also, some of the stuff on Netflix's catalog will not be available to you. So if you sign up for this ad plan, they that say about kind of rough. They say about ten percent of their catalog content will not be available to those users because they don't have the rights to show those programs with commercials. Weird. Like, that, that, that's kind of weird. That would be kind of rough because they say, Jesus, you get rid of your Netflix and be like, okay, I want to get Netflix to watch such and such series. Yeah. And then you pay for a month and then you're like, it's not even on there. You know what I mean? If you got the cheaper one, you'd be like, damn it, I just, uh, how are you going to check? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, weird. They said that uh, the people who sign up for this ad tier will also have to provide their date of birth and your gender as Netflix plans to target the ads for the users. And um, while this will be less expensive than competitors' ad plans, like I think Hulu is like 9 bucks a month for with ads or whatever, it says here that Disney Plus and Hulu ads planned will be both seven ninety nine per month uh, when Disney Plus ad tiers launches in December. While you can add Disney Plus, Hulu, and HBO Max with ads, or actually, HBO Max is going to have an ad version themselves for nine ninety nine a month. I don't so know. Hulu I just... plans. Hulu has an ad plan right now. Theirs is like eight bucks a month for just Hulu, but they plan to add the Disney Plus and Hulu. Oh, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, is going to have an ad tier for eight bucks a month, and HBO Max is also going to have an ad tier for ten bucks a month. I, I don't know. I, I don't, could I, I could know. not watch. I hate ads. I fucking hate them. I I hate having to sit there and wait for this shit to right. be because you can't you can't skip them. Yeah, and it's just like the problem with way. Hulu, dude. Hulu, the the worst thing is Hulu, man, because they show the same fucking ad. Yeah. The whole time, like it'll be like, oh, do you okay? Like it'll ask you in the beginning, do you like cars or do you like food? Uh, I like cars. Okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's like. This new Toyota RAV4 drive with blah, blah, blah. This shows a Toyota RAV4. There's a stupid RAV4 commercial. And then you go, okay, you watch the show. Uh, ad break. Oh, Toyota RAV4. Same right, fucking right. commercial. You're like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? The same fucking one? And it'll show you the same commercial like four times. It's like, right. bro, you guys really want me to buy this Toyota RAV4? Right. How effective is it after a while? You're just like, screw this commercial. You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I don't even know what Hulu I even have in all honesty. Like when I my Hulu like a long, long time ago got bundled with Spotify. I bought I I paid for Spotify and they bundled Hulu with it at one point in time, and I've just never like bothered to like buy Hulu. So like the but I get like a two minute ad when I open some of the animes now. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Two minutes, really? Like, and you, like you said, it's the same ones. It's like, it'd be like three ads or two ads that like a minute long. And it's the same ones. I've been getting one for the new Mustang actually, which is cool. Cause that's a nice car, but I'm tired of seeing it. You know, I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, all right, I'm already tired of seeing this stupid ad, you know, like, cause I've been watching this anime, you know, it's like, you 
kind of like sometimes with me, I sit down and will binge watch a couple episodes, you know. And so I see that same ad, like you said, like seven times in one one sitting uh, of watching the show, and I'm just like, oh, I'm done with it. Like, go away, kind of thing. No but, way, dude. I I couldn't do it, man. I just don't see. It. To me, it seems a little weird, like you said, like with the Netflix show and like a limited library and all that stuff. I don't know if I, like me right away. I, I it'd be a no for me. I mean, yeah, no way. Like I couldn't do it either. I would just get. Might as well just get like the fifteen dollar a month thing, or like. I mean, I understand. Well, like, well, another like, thing you could do is budget friendly and stuff, but I mean, split the cost with somebody. Like, yeah. hey, Mayo, let me use your Netflix and I'll pay half of it. Right. You know, like, oh, now you're now you're paying ten bucks a month instead of the twenty, and you're getting a free ad experience. I mean, we we already I know they don't want us doing that stuff, but we already know like a lot of the countries doing that already. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I don't know how many people have whatever sign-on so that i have or whatever you know what i mean <laughs> i know all my kids yeah. do you know all my kids are you know they're not here with me but my daughter's off in college she has every one of my account sign-ons she has my netflix <laughs> she has my hulu she's got my my uh voodoo i mean she's got uh my amazon you know like it's all shared she's on my spotify account you know like because yeah, all my kids yeah. i'm not paying for all their own accounts and they're not you know they can't afford to pay for their stuff at all, all the time either so you know, because they're young and starting out, so they just, just yeah sharing all that stuff. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I canceled my Netflix, and I'll get it probably again, and I don't know whenever the new Cobra Kai season comes out or whatever the fuck I want to watch something. You know, I thought about getting it for that Dahmer show, but I'm like, ah, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I might I'll know. Watch some, it I, I might know somebody that might be able to help you out, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another news, last piece of news that I have for you, for you, Mayo, for all your PS5 users out there. Um, PS5 Pro dev kits have been spotted in the wild. Oh, nice! They've been making their they've been making their way to studios. Um, says here the PS5 upgraded PS5 is not to be confused with the recently leaked PS5 featuring a detachable disc drive. That PS5 apparently will feature the same specs as the current console, and that one has been rumored since as early as 2021. Earlier this year, AMD sparked speculations by mentioning the development of a next-gen console chip nearly two years into the current cycle. This was followed by a presentation delivered by television manufacturer TCL, in which the company said that it expected the PS5 Pro and Xbox Series X upgrades to be released in 2023 and 2024. Um, so there's that. I mean, there's no other rumors about what's in it or what's going on. It's just that apparently the dev kids have already gone out to some studios. You, you know, it's kind of funny. So I guess it's really impacted me. Uh, something from you, Jesus. Uh, you introduced me to a podcast one time and it was called the Darknet mm -hmm. Diaries about the, uh, breaking into the he Xbox thing. Oh yeah, the Xbox headquarters. And every every time I hear Xbox. dev kits, because remember they got a hold of old motherboards, like they were in the trash, yeah. and, they, and they were dev kits, and they had all this password information. And every time I hear the word dev kit, now I think about that. Like that was such a good yeah. like little podcast series, a story that, about that, that. People listening to this show, go listen to the Darknet Diaries. They got a really cool like, I want to say it's like what four episodes long, maybe where they talk to these uh these guys that legit like I think it was went like into two episodes but they were like an hour long each so it was like yeah two hours. They, these guys legit went into microsoft with like fake badges and shit stole legit, an xbox just, like, just walked into the mic 
just walked into the Microsoft headquarters with like a fake Microsoft badge on. Walked right past security, right past everyone working. Walked into the fucking the Microsoft building and like stole an Xbox 360 when they were making them, like developing them. And was it a 360 just, or was it a one? No, or was it the Xbox? One of the two. Was the Xbox One or the 360? Yeah, I don't but remember. Was, but, and... but they just fucking walked in and took it. They just like walked in. <laughs> fucking grabbed it and put it in a backpack and took it home and like they had a fucking like a unlocked fucking Xbox 360 like this thing had like nothing on it like it was just the 360 dev kit they could do whatever they wanted with it and that's yeah, how and they started getting these guys, other accounts and, and yeah these guys were the Epic. ones that they were the ones that stole the uh well they sold the JTAG Xbox because they learned how to JTAG the Xbox they were like oh we know how to do it now so they were the ones that were making all these J-tagged Xbox was them. They were the ones who invented that shit. And they were like, yeah, dude, we were making lots of money just selling these J-tag Xbox that people can hack and, like, fucking do whatever they wanted remember, with it. Remember yeah. the story, too, the one that they had stolen was they put it on eBay or somebody. Somebody put it on eBay. Yeah. And, and that's when they figured out, like, like what the hell? Like, how is our, our prototype console on eBay for sale? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, like they, Could they, you they imagine hacked, just the look of Microsoft yeah. Space and stuff like when somebody they, they sees this thing on they eBay? Legit, like everything they is right. To Epic stole everything from Epic. They like legit think, had like all these do you shit. Think like they, it's uh, nuts. Did a double take. They're like, oh, that shit can't be right. And then the more they look at it, they're yeah. like, oh, that looks right. That looks right. How the fuck Wait a minute. That looks what? What the hell? How the hell did this happen? You know, like how the fuck do they have our three sixty on the fucking eBay side? And then yeah, that's insane. And then the uh, and it's crazy because these guys just did it. They were just everything. Yeah, yeah. They were they were just like kids. Fucking what? Like kids. People, they were like in their seven. They were teenagers, yeah, right? They right. just walked into. It's like yeah, we just make fake badges and like they're like. As long as you walk in and you act like you know what you're doing, no one stops and asks you a question. You just you just gotta walk in yeah, acting what like is, you work was there. It? I'm trying to remember because I listened to it too long ago. It was like one kid that his uh, his mom's boyfriend was working for Microsoft, and he stole his badge yeah. and had a had a way of copying the badge, and he just used it and went in there. And they say he, I think he said he was there for like six months, and then yeah. and then he was like getting information, and he stole the Xbox, and he they were trying to figure out who did it, and then <laughs> going on and on. They ended up catching him because he got a job there, even. You know, like you end yeah. up getting a job from Microsoft, and then they realized, "Hey, this like, is holy shit! It's this dude." You know, <laughs> like that is insane to me. Like, how, like he said, he literally walked around the campus for six months, and like he ate at their cafeteria for free, and like right, just hanging out. You know, <laughs> just up, hanging dude? out with them. And people thought he were like he legit made like coworker friends there. Like people thought. Oh, this guy works here. Like he works in the fucking engineering Can department. Can you imagine? Or like you're at work, a guy you talk to every day. Also, and be like, dude, I don't even work here. I just walk in here every yeah. day. You know? I just walk in here and walk around, <laughs> steal information all day long. Right? Yeah. That is insane, dude. Like that's such a security risk. Like, you know, like that means that like Google could have sent people in there, or like Sony could have sent people in that motherfucker to just steal ideas. You know? That is that. <laughs> Crazy. That is beyond crazy to me. But yeah, like, apparently that had happened. And it's a cool story because these guys actually went through I think one of them went to jail, right? He, like, did he go to jail or something? Yeah. I, <laughs> like, he yeah, got it's sued. Yeah, it's a whole story. Uh, group of, it's a whole bunch of people. But I think it's called Xbox Underground as the episodes. I can't remember what number they yeah. are. 
But uh, the it's again it's called <laughs> it's Dark Knight Diaries. It's a series. There's a whole bunch of other stuff on there too. But like yeah. these ones covered Xbox specifically. Did you, did you ever listen to the one about the guy who who would like uh, his job was to like go? His job is legit. He gets paid by like company like banks around the world. He gets hired by like the main CEO of the bank, and no one else in the bank knows that he does this. So he'll get hired by like a CEO of like, I don't know, whatever bank, right? And his job is to fly to that country, go to that bank and act like he works there and be able to steal all their information from the bank. Wow. Like, and that's his job. Like that, like his, like his, that's his job. His, he's like, my job is to break into banks, make sure, like steal all their money and try to get out without getting caught. And then my job is to then go back to the CEO and show him, hey, this is where you're vulnerable. Like, you don't have this lockdown or you don't have security in this location or you don't have, like, people asking for badges here or, like, no one stopped me and asked me for my badge and I was going to walk into the vault here. And, like, that shit was crazy because yeah. that guy legit said, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, I'd go to, like, Budapest or whatever and, like, walk into this main bank in the country and, like, my job is to go in there and I'll hack the computers, and now I have access to everyone's bank account. Like, everyone. He's like, I could I could transfer all this money in, like, 10 seconds if I want to, to anything in the world. Like, I could transfer it to, like, Switzerland, anywhere. Like, I could just, all this money's gone. And he's like, I could just do that. And that's his job. He said one time he got, like, arrested by the cops. Like, legit arrested. And he's like, I cannot break my cover. He's like, I cannot tell them that I'm working for the bank. Like, they legit arrest me. Wow. And I go to jail, and, like, he has to, like, until, like, the CEO goes in there and tells him, like, no, no, this guy works for me, you know? Like, this motherfucker can't break his cover, dude. Like, that's his job. I'm like, that is a crazy job to have, dude. It's like those people that, I don't know if you ever heard of the people that, like, go to prisons, and their job is to see if they can break out of the prison. No, I haven't heard. Like, that's, that's their fucking job. Like, their job is to go into a prison, act like a real prisoner, and you, you see if you can break out. They go to, like, these max security prisons or whatever. <laughs> and their job is to, like, break out. The people that do this type of work, man, I was like, that's crazy as fuck. That, that, like, how do you even get into that line of work? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to break into banks for a living and uh, be like a fucking Mission Impossible movie and just break into banks the whole time and see how much money I can get out of these fuckers. That is, just, that is crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what that guy does. He hacks banks. He'll, like... You know, go into them and, like, stick USB drives into the computers and, like, <laughs> just di hack him, dude. Just fucking get information from the fucking tellers and stuff. And he says it's surprisingly easy. Like, how much, like, how many times? He's like, you could just fool people by acting like you know what you're doing. All you got to do is walk in there and say, oh, I work for IT department and corporate send me here to fucking whatever to, like, update your computer systems or whatever. And he'll walk in, and the, the fucking managers will walk him to the computer station, the server, and he'll he'll just they'll just let him in. Like, all right, bro, get in there. You you know, stay in here all day. They'll even give him a badge to like be able to open the doors and shit. Like, he's like, no one will ask you questions if you just act like you know what you're doing. Right. I'm like, that is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just think about like how many times people do that shit at like Walmarts and shit. You ever hear about that guy who went to that Walmart and he was dressed as the armored security guy, like the armored car guys that come pick up the money? Uh-uh. 
And he legit, no, he legit, like, he watched them, right? Like, what time they show up every Sunday or whatever. And he beat them to it. Like, he showed up, like, 10 minutes before they do. Walked into the Walmart, dressed like a fucking armored security car guy. Walked up to the manager, said, hey, I'm here to pick up the deposits. They legit walked him to the safe or whatever. He grabbed the money bags, put him on the little oh, cart, wow. walked out, put, put it in the trunk of his car and drove off with, like, they said he drove off for like a quarter million dollars, dude. Wow. And he just legit just like walked in. No one asked him. They didn't ask him for paperwork, nothing. He said, no, you just walk in. You act like you know what you're doing. You're here to pick up. It's routine. They know what, you know, to them it's routine. They see you every Sunday or whatever right. or whatever, you know, like. Maybe a different person, but you just used to yeah, that guy showing guy. up at yeah. that time. But you're like, oh, that guy's on vacation yeah. or something, you know, and just a yeah. new guy. Just walk in. <laughs> Still, still a quarter million dollars from Walmart doing that shit. I was like, damn. I was like, I bet they changed their policy on that real quick after that happened. <laughs> like, no, motherfucker, show us some paperwork, some badge. Make sure the armored truck's actually right. parked outside. I, I need a blood sample. <laughs> I need a... <laughs> <laughs> Give me your fingerprint, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, we're done with the news here, people. Uh, do we have any questions? I don't think we do. Do we? Uh, we do have a couple from Brian. Uh, he did. I think it was uh, from maybe last week. So we didn't get to the show, but uh, it's a lot of Ohio questions for me. Uh, just, just Brian Tope Jr. wants to know. He says uh, his wife thinks the trees in Indiana look better than the trees in Ohio. Does anybody agree? And most of the people probably listening are like, I've probably never been to either one of those states, so I probably don't care. But uh, I mean, they're it's. They're like, they're like, they're like the same. Come on. I mean, it's like the same, it's like the same trees in Indiana, the same trees are in Ohio. It just depends on what I'm going to be biased. Ohio's got to be better. I'm telling you. Looking at Google images, Ohio trees look a little bit better. They're probably a little better. You know why? They're corn fed. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. Okay, Bill. Uh, Brian, Brian also wants to know, he says, uh, this, this is actually a news article that I actually heard here. Uh, so I know this is a legit article. It says, why are people from Columbus, why do they have the most potty mouths? So, um, there's a news article that popped up the other day, I guess some survey saying that, uh, basically the people in Columbus, Ohio have like the worst mouth on them. <laughs> and I don't know. Wow. That, that's, a, uh, that's kind of interesting. I don't know how they do that study. You know, they, they just pay somebody that walks around and listens to conversations or what? Like, I don't, I don't understand how you do yeah. a study like that. But, uh, okay. I mean, I guess it's, you know, the poor people stuck in Ohio. It's probably Evan. Evan's just walking around. Uh, Evan's walking around in circles <laughs> cussing Ohio. And that's why he's probably, he probably added 10% to this uh, negativity <laughs> score. That's what it is. Shit. It's, and and it's not because he wants to leave. It's because he's, you know, his hurt, hurt foot. So every time he kind of bangs his foot, you know, he cusses a little more. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm going with. That's sure that, Because uh, he wouldn't want to leave Ohio. Second. Yeah, Las Vegas came in second and Jacksonville came in third. It says you're out of the cities that swear the least mail, Portland, Oregon came in at number two. Yeah, good job, Jesus. We swear the least. Yeah, fucking right. They haven't heard me. Honestly. Right. I see you swear way more than I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. But you know what I want to see? I want to see an international one. I want to see where Canada ranks. 
probably like the lowest country <laughs> right. in the world is Canada. They're the friendliest. Right. Oh, hey, guy. Oh, so, what, what country apologizes the most? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, sorry. Eh? Brian, yeah, there you go. Brian Austin wants to know. He goes, okay, I was given this. Could you tell me what game it is? He goes, it's a game for the Switch, Jesus, with that character. And he says, like, I know games, but there's no way I'm going to know what that game is, right? <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus, it's a game on a Switch with a character. Can you get it? Do you know which character it is or which game it is? A game for the Switch with the... Like, with a character. Uh, uh, well, that one, uh, I think so. There's a few. I mean... <laughs> yeah. You could never down. It has a character. That's, that's a big giving uh, tell there. I mean, yeah, there's a few games with the character. Which character? Right. <laughs> this is how Gunny describes games. Yeah, it, oh, that it one is. game, guys. You know. <laughs> that one game that has the cars. Uh, you know, you drive. There's, there's, a, ro- okay, there's a road. and uh... <laughs> Gunny's the worst at that shit. Gunny would be like, yeah, guys, you guys remember that one game that had the shooting? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, okay, I do, well. Jesus. I remember that game. That one game that had the guns, you know, you were sh- you were shooting things and uh, and uh, it had the guy. <laughs> it's like, what, what are you talking about, Gunny? He's like, yeah, it was on the 360. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gunny's the worst of that shit, dude. Oh, yes. He, Brian also wants all these Brian questions. He, thanks for Brian. He had a birthday uh, this week, too. So happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. He's like 60 years old now, I think. Oh, yeah. You think? Maybe. I don't know how old he <laughs> no. is. He, he, don't, he, don't, he don't look that old. But uh, uh, he, he says he, he wants to be get an early look at the pumpkin song. He's determined we're going to make a pumpkin song over here. Uh, I don't have anything yet. I don't, yeah. I don't think you want to hear yeah. me singing. So we'll see. We'll see if we can come up with something yet. I've been I've been looking. They do have the pumpkin mm. fest going on today, Jesus. And actually, today is the first day for it. I am sadly not going to be able to make it this this year, though. Um, I wanted mm. to go. I ended up having some plans this weekend, so I'm taking a road trip out of the state. So I am not going to be able to go to the pumpkin show this year. So maybe maybe Evan go down there. I'll send him down there and recon. Be like Evan, go down to the pumpkin show. Since he since he <laughs> loves Ohio, he he he's probably already there. He's probably not even working today. He probably call, he probably skipped work to go down to the pumpkin show. If I had to guess. No, Evan. But uh, then I got two more questions for Brian. He says uh, Brian wants to know what's the most Jesus that you have paid for a ticket to an event. He said that he is he that he is old and he refuses. Well, he maybe he is sixty. Jesus. He said he is old. Then he refuses to pay over a hundred U.S. dollars for a ticket. <laughs> so, I, I don't blame him. A hundred dollars for a ticket can be. Yeah, I mean. I can't remember what probably would have been the most expensive ticket I probably bought. Um, I mean, I have paid over a hundred. I do know that. Um, I have gone to some yeah. basketball game, like professional, like Cavaliers basketball game, when LeBron was in Cleveland. Um, I want to say that was like a hundred and ten or hundred and twenty a ticket. Uh, Ohio State football games here can be kind of pricey. Like uh, they're like a sometimes around a hundred some dollars, two hundred dollars a ticket. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it was when I went to go see Dave Chappelle, man. Uh, that ticket cost me like 
fuck, like 375. Wow. Roughly. I mean, but I was like right there on the floor, dude. Like, I was like maybe four rows from the stage. Like, like right you, there. You, you, you could have walked up and slapped him. Well, legit, he walked right next to me when he was walking to the stage. That right. the path that he took to walk up to the stage was like right next to me. He legit walked like, I don't know, two feet away from me. He's pretty short too. Like I didn't realize he was that short in real life. Did did you regret it or did you would you think it was worth? No, it, it was fun as fuck. I had a great time. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. They, they were fucking with us, you know. The people that were sitting in the front, like they were making jokes of all the people sitting there, like, "Oh, you fucking dummies! You fucking we bought these tickets for what?" <laughs> and uh, and and I remember in Vegas when I went to Vegas a few years ago, I bought some uh. I bought some Cirque du Soleil tickets or whatever for those shows. I went to two of them. And uh, I want to say the first one was like 120-something, and the next one was like 150. And But, like, those shows were cool as fuck, dude. Like, they were cool as fuck. Like, I wasn't even sitting in the front, and I, was, I had a fucking blast, dude. There was one that we went to in the, uh, I believe it was the Luxor. Pretty sure it was at the Luxor, and that show was cool, man. They got like in the beginning, dude. They had like everyone was in character already. All the people that were ushering you in, they were all in character and shit. So they're all speaking weird and shit. You're like, what the fuck? And then like the show started, bro, and like there speak. There was like speakers on the back of your head, like your seat. So like you had like these like weird like sounds coming out of the back of your head. And then they got motherfuckers like on ropes and shit, like swinging around the fucking air with like banging drums and shit, dude. And like, I felt like I was in Horizon Zero Dawn or something, man. That shit was like, what the fuck? Where am I right now? It was cool as fuck. It was a really memorable experience. Will I do it again? Maybe. Not for the same show exactly, but I'd maybe go to a different Cirque du Soleil show. But they were really cool, man. Like, mm -hmm. You ever go to Vegas? Catch one of those shows because those production values on those shows are really high, and they're really cool. And the acrobatics those motherfuckers pull off are insane. Like this one dude, it was two of them, I think. They were like on this fucking wheel thing, you know, like that thing that has like two wheels on it, and like they walk on the wheel, and then they get on the top of the wheel, and they're like spinning around, and the wheels are mm -hmm. going, and, and they're walking on them, and they're doing backflips, and they're jump roping on him and shit. They were doing that shit, dude. I was like, holy fuck. And then I remember like a year later, one of those guys died. Like he fell off of it or something. They said like he had an accident where like on stage, like he was doing it and he fell off of it and he fucking broke his neck or something and died on stage. Whoa. Like, that yeah. shit's wild. Because yeah, they don't have any, like those guys that do that shit, a lot of times they don't have any harnesses on or nothing. They're just, they're up there just using their balance and shit, you know, and they're like, jump roping and doing whatever the fuck they're doing on those wheel things and they're just going really fucking fast dude and that like takes a lot of skills remember when i was growing up in vegas my parents my mom and my dad they used to work for this guy and uh before they were cirque du soleil they were like called other things or whatever the shows were still there but they were called like something else and one of the guys that they used to work for my parents used to work for them my dad used to work at their house like as their main landscaper guy, like their groundskeeper. And my mom used to work as their like house cleaning person. And she would also clean their offices, like where they did the show production and the practicing. And I would go there, man. And like, 
It was cool seeing all the shit they had because they had like a whole costume, like 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 a fucking uh, like a, a place where they make their costumes inside the the office. Like, so they would have like that place was creepy, man. Because my mom would be like, "All right, I need you to go in there and help me vacuum that fucking back office." And dude, going in there, it was all pitch black. Everything's dark, and you got all these costumes and mannequins everywhere, and like. As a, fucking, as a fucking kid, I used to be so scared to go in there. Be like, "Fuck that shit! I don't want to go in there." She'd be like, "Come on, just fucking go in there and clean, you know? Like, help me get this done." And I'm like, "Fuck, dude! Like, okay, okay, I guess so." I'd go in there, dude. It'd be like some weird mannequins and shit with all these fucking outfits on and like yeah, right. these weird, these weird fucking masks on and shit. It's like, what the fuck? And like, they had like a they had like a big ass area where they did all their acrobatics and they're practicing and they had like some pretty cool props in there. They had like the little sticks and the fucking, like all these ropes and shit they would climb on. Those guys are pretty talented, man. I don't, I don't know like, like what they do to get to that job, but it must not be easy, dude. You got to be fit as fuck to be doing that shit. Cause these motherfuckers are climbing up those ropes and swinging around and shit. And they do a lot of crazy shit. But I heard they make pretty good money, the guys who do oh, that sure, show. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty well paid, apparently. But those shows, I mean, they're not cheap. Like I said, I, I was, like, not even in the front row, man. And my tickets were still, like, 100 and something. So, like, you imagine the front row is probably, like, near 200 bucks for a ticket, you know? But it's worth it, I guess, to go experience once. Yeah. I probably won't do it again, though. And the Dave Chappelle thing, I probably won't ever see him again in person. Um, and next time if I ever go to like a comedy guy that's that big, I probably won't buy those front row seats. Cause I mean, it was cool seeing him that close and being right there. But like, at the end of the day, I would have heard the same joke sitting in the back. Yeah, like you know, I say it's the same experience no matter where you're at, really. Yeah. Yeah, that was the main difference, you know. Like, I guess I could sit in the front or sit in the back. It really doesn't make a difference. Well, I guess you could be like on the front. You'd be like, "Oh, I heard him better," you know, instead of the back. What did you say? Well, <laughs> no, not kidding. not really. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I know that's how you get like, on a microphone they and everything. They're on a mic or whatever. So it's like whatever. But I mean, it was cool. It was a cool experience, man. You know, seeing Dave Chappelle growing up, it was like my, it was like my guy, man. That guy is funny as fuck. Nice. One one last question from Brian uh, Jesus, and uh, I really don't have an answer to this one. He says, "What's the craziest road sign that you've seen?" I, I, I can't really, I don't know. Like, I've seen road signs. But I don't remember, like, anything. What do they mean, like, like the flashing, like the construction ones, like saying weird shit or what? Like, um, what? I, I think he's more like advertisement kind of sign. He said he's seen, what, like, a church sign on a back road in Indiana, probably, like, advertised, like, a, like a church or something like that. But, but um, like, just, like, a random weird sign or something like that. I don't know. I've seen, like, stuff online, you know, like some joke-type ones that, like, where one company will have like uh, their logo and another one will have their sign above theirs and they'll make fun of the other one or something, you know? <laughs> I've, I've seen those. It would probably be the, the craziest ones I've ever seen. But I've never really, I don't remember seeing them in person or nothing really. So nothing really jumps out. But I do remember seeing some online where like, you know, or, and I don't know if they're Photoshop. You ever seen the ones that they, they, they seem like they kind of work together? Like both yeah. signs combine to say something inappropriate or something, you know? But I don't know. That's probably some Photoshop work. But yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I haven't really noticed anything or remember anything in person. Yeah, I can think of one. You know, 
I see a lot of signs, but I don't, I don't get anything weird or anything crazy. I mean, some some of them are kind of funny sometimes, but that's rare. Yeah. You know? Like, I think I saw one the other day. Like, it was an Arby's, and it was making fun of McDonald's. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it was making fun of their McRib or something mm. like that. I was like, what the I fuck? did see that. And they they had that, that here at our Arby's as well. I can't remember how they worded it, but basically, like, saying it's like a real rib or something like that or... <laughs> yeah, not the fake shit yeah. from like McDonald's. Yeah, they called out McDonald's specifically. It was like, or they maybe called yeah. out the McRib. It was like the real yeah. McRib, or we use we use real pork, or it was like you know, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, we use real ribs or something yeah. like that. Some weird the real shit. ribs. I saw that. I, I laughed when I saw. It. I was like, damn, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> that must have been something that they came up for like a national thing, apparently. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, other than that, like I don't ever think of like seen weird signs yeah, like same. like an actual like or like a street sign that's weird not really no yeah I, I, there yeah. used to be a place a shop was like a privately owned like shop like a almost like a like a like Body a repair shop, shop. Not, like, not like a car shop or like a just like some kind of repair shop of some form and he oh, would okay. take popular slogans off the internet and, and put them out there on okay. a sign out front and it would just be fun to go by and read whatever randomness and Someone would be just really funny, and I don't have any examples anymore because I haven't been out that way in a while. But it'd just be like these random signs, you know, like this random quote, and you'd be like, oh, that's actually kind of funny or ironic or something like that. But it's been a while since I've seen those. <laughs> nice. But that's it. Uh, Jesus, that's pretty much all the questions we got from you. All right. Well, that's all we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for listening. We're out of here. Find Gunny on everything that's Gunny Chief. Find me on everything that's Jesus Walks Out. Where can people oh, find you, man? Discord and everywhere is pretty much as the Mayo one. And I'm going to be playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, so don't bother me for the next three days. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, that's all I'm going to be playing. I mean, really, like I'm going to be playing that campaign. Because yeah. I heard if you beat the campaign, you get like some kind of weapon skin or something. That's what I heard, maybe. Nice. Um, we'll see. Dude, that game, I'm going to be playing so much of that game. Like... Mayo, I'm sorry for the next year, for the next six months. It's gonna be nothing but Call of Duty, <laughs> Call of Duty, and Call of Duty, man. Well, Evan, Evan told me he oh, said that he's tired of hearing your Battlefield talk, so he's he's gonna be happier playing Call of Duty. <laughs> he's like, oh, finally something to like. Evan, Evan went hard last time with uh, Call of Duty, with the, with the yeah, Platinum or whatever. Yeah, he got he got everything. I thought I fucking was doing. Yeah, I heard that wasn't I got, easy. Like, like, I heard that wasn't an easy task. No, it wasn't. I got like a few guns planned. This motherfucker got like every, literally everything, the ride shield, everything planned. I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? He must have well, did, literally been playing. Did he that get like a bunch style. of Damascus weapons as well, or something like that? Isn't that the next yeah, level? Yeah, yeah. And then Obsidian is like after that, yeah. but yeah, crazy. Yeah, because you, you have, to, yeah, you get the Dama- like Damascus is after you get platinum, but you have to get platinum on everything to get Damascus. Yeah. So I'm talking, he got platinum on, like, his rocket launchers. Is there a knife or something like that, too? <laughs> Yeah, his fucking throwing knife or his knife. He got platinum on that. He got platinum on the right. Like, I, there's no way. How the fuck you get platinum on a riot shield, dude? You'd have to get so many kills with the riot shield. That's insane. Like, I don't know how he did it. That dude must have, he must be a beast at Call of Duty. I, I, I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm just saying, we playing the fuck out of Call of Duty, and... Brink's gonna be on it. I'm gonna be on it. I'm just definitely playing. I'm it. sure. I'm I mean, sure. I probably won't never play with. 
I'm sure I'll never play with the IMs because that fucker never plays with the. Literally, the other day, right? Me and Brink get on Battlefield, right? I'm playing Battlefield. I see Brink comes online. I'm like, yo, Brink, get on Discord. He gets on Discord. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I'm going to send you an invite right now. Okay, we back out to the main lobby. I invite Brink. He joins my party. I'm like, oh, look. Look who's online. IMs is online and he's playing Battlefield Conquest or whatever. And both. Me and Brink, literally, at that moment, we're like, all right, bro, let's invite Iams, you know? Let's get a three-man right, squad right. up in here, you know? Like, the crew, you know? Be nice getting the crew back, you know? some A little bit of battlefielding. I send, I shit you not, as soon as we both backed into the main menu, got into a party, and invited him, it says, Iams is now offline. Oh, man. Literally, I'm like, you fucking dick. Even Brink was like, no fucking way, dude. Literally, like, right, like, as soon as we sent the invite, dude. As soon as we sent it, he got offline. We're like, what a dick. He's like, I ain't got time for this. What an ass. He doesn't bring guy anymore. He's like, come on. Yeah, he's like, fuck these guys. I'm not going to play with them. Fuck them. And yeah, it was pretty bad. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Go watch Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. That show's dope, man. You watch Game no, of Thrones, the no, original no, one? No, uh, My hair's pretty good. You should watch that one. Watch it. It's freaking good. Nice. It's nice. good. The new show's good. And I'm out of here. We're out of here. Peace out, Brussels Sprouts. We'll catch you on the next edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Hopefully, it's the next week one. Yes. I mean, we're going to try. <laughs> Can't promise you anything at this point, but we will try. All right? Anyways, we're out of here. Bye, everyone. Bye. Yeah. Bye.